0: Say Bible Podcast, the podcast for the Kardashian connoisseur. I'm the one talking like about, but
1: I'm Natalie. I'm Kathleen.
0: Oh my God, Kathleen's face just-
1: <laughs> I'm so tired and I'm like sober. Usually I try to like have a me drink. Me too!
0: Like, like... I literally was like... Hoped for me. this. <laughs> well, I was it going to smoke or take an edible, but then for some reason I was like, no, let me just be sober for once.
1: It was nice last time when I did the edible because I haven't done those in a long time, but I... It was, like, labored. Like, I was, like, concentrating so hard because yeah. I didn't want to talk weird. But yeah, and I, I was, was like, questioning
0: because I, I lost track of time. I thought we were, like, <laughs> three hours. And I was, like, an hour and a half. Um, we have a lot to talk about today. I'm sure you have no updates in your personal life because I definitely do not. Same old, same old. So we can just jump right into it. So the format, so you can follow. We're going to do the Kardashian episode first. Get that bullshit out the fucking oh, way. God. The Met Gala. Uh, and in between, we'll throw in some Ray J stuff because we can talk about that in the episode. And then Black China, real quick, lost her defamation. Uh well, that's not on that. I think she
1: have some civil suits too though.
0: I was gonna say, I think she has some more suits. I think she's doing the revenge porn suit. Okay. I will say though, I was lost because I think I thought this lost. Law- I thought we were in court talking about robbing China. Like, I didn't yeah. think it was for defamation.
1: The courtroom. The courtroom. Well, and, of course, I'm sure the Kardashians, like, jumped on the chance to post, have TMZ post, like, oh, the trial's over. Like, shit got thrown out. Like, whatever. Let's move on now. Time <laughs> for the medic. Uh, but then I saw somewhere someone posted, like, well, that was the defamation suit. And there yeah. were, like, two other civil suits yeah i can't
0: keep up i was like which one was this but the defamation that makes sense because china girl girl uh it was a good it was a good shot like that's (laughs) like
1: rich people politicians a certain orange ugly politician uh they just jam stuff up they file as many types of suits as they can just to you know
0: just to do it and she did say she's I saw some reports she's going to file an appeal. It's like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. A uh, song that never ends. But the Kardashian episode, I did better to, this time. And Kathleen inspired me to do this. I watched the episode today. Yeah. Because it's very forgettable. And I didn't. I want stuff to, to be fresh. And I took notes. So, I, like,
1: I told you guys. First episode, I was doing my taxes. Second episode, I was cooking lunch. Today I was doing laundry. It's just, I could not sit there. and I, I did it.
0: dishes and watered my plants while I was going on in the background. Cause I, I think for me, it's the pace. It's a very slow, this is the third episode we did Saturday Night Live. The second episode yeah. we're talking about the engagement. So it's a very slow paced show that works better. If you binge, it doesn't work on a weekly basis.
1: Yeah. And they're still kind of like, yeah, like the the conversations are just really forced. Like I felt like one of the funniest parts of the episode was when Chloe was like, "Hold on, like I have to get in the zone to like pretend to care." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I heard that story like five thousand times. I was like, that was like the most genuine like thought I heard. I heard like the mm-hmm. entire episode. It's just it all felt like very like scripted.
0: Well, you know it's interesting? It's just, like, fine, small. but
1: it's make it more interesting if you're gonna write a script.
0: What's interesting is Courtney was not in this episode. Kylie and Kendall came at the end to eat in and out.
1: They're still trying kinda... to. Kylie have a personality. I will say that was refreshing.
0: Yeah. Cause you don't really get that from her. So that was great. Yeah. Thanks for ordering in and out. Um, and then though, they're still trying. I think the what I got now is Chloe and Chris are going to be like this duo is how they're kind of playing it out while Kim is kind of in her own world coming in and out and then Courtney's in her own world and then Kylie and Kendall are barely in the show.
1: They're like, we'll show up for a check and then meanwhile, <laughs> Chris and Chloe are the ones that like have nothing else to do.
0: Nothing else to do and they're like, we'll be the personality. Sure, we'll walk around New York and do It's nothing. like, okay, if you're going to do that, like make it funnier. Like
1: we, yeah. they were hilarious when they got wasted at the winery. Like that yeah. was one of my favorite episodes of Keeping Up or like when they got Chris drunk at- Try to sell her art or when Chloe dressed like her and sent her all these pictures mm-hmm. in the dumpster, you know, like give us some hijinks if it's going to be scripted. At least,
0: and I think that's the difference I've been saying too in Hulu and E like, Hulu doesn't keep the same pace as E does, yeah. and there's not a lot of. I mean, like,
1: he's got the cable also. like know how, you know, yeah. to keep a show very regimented in their segments. and. If it's going to be streaming, that's fine. I've, I've been streaming shows all the time, but it has to be more candid. If that's yeah. what going to be. Like, I was just watching the new f- season of The Circle. And it's, like, there's so much more time where the people are, like, just talking. Yeah. About, like, their thoughts, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and they're, like, all fresh off the boat and drunk, you know. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, it feels like Hulu just turned the camera on. And then that was it versus I think E probably had a little bit more structure. Like, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. Yeah. How do we want this to go? It just doesn't make sense. We've been talking about Saturday Night Live for three hour, three episodes yeah. to only get to the, finally get to Saturday Night Live. And we get like a little footage of her performing the monologue. And I was like, yeah. you got even to be like kidding like me.
1: The, again, we'll go through the, we can go through the episodes in like order, but even the, like, After Party, when you see, like, Warren Michaels, whose special little boy is P it's, like, it all just feels so calculated. Yeah. And, like, the lighting and just, like, the way the, it's edited is not giving documentary. It's, like, all these celebrities walking in and they're like, names are, like, written <laughs> under it and, like, nothing interesting is happening. Perfect. Even, like, Amy Schumer sitting down and telling her, like, you inspired me because you trusted oh, intuition. That felt scripted. And why was it so light? I'm, like, are you guys supposed to be in a nightclub? Like... <laughs> People are known to like do coke after Saturday Night Live
0: and like hook up <laughs> with people. Like, why? Why is it so well lit in here? And nobody was really there. Um, And I think I would have liked to see more behind the scenes of Saturday Night Live. Like, yeah. give Steph Shep a little camera or Tracy a little iPhone and let yeah. them film some little things.
1: It's it just was way like, too glossy to be like yeah. the supposed like more casual version of the old show because no one. Only- Uh, we watched the old show like we didn't care if it was scripted and hijinks and bright lights and like (laughs) little quirky noises happening like that's like you know I I love drag race like that's one of the funnest parts of that type of show is that the editing of like the little movies in the background and like Making fun of people when or they fall like,
0: over and stuff. It's like like if the just, costume changes, like can we see how you put the wig on for different yeah. scenes? Or I don't know. I just didn't feel like we got actual Saturday Night Live yeah. content. We got all this buildup and then she's like, oh, it happened. She did do a good job. We already, we all saw that, blah, blah, blah. But of course, the it was a lot of people telling her yeah. she did a good job.
1: <laughs> and like she had like the best of the best writing everything
0: for her. A lot of people, so, like you are so amazing. Oh, they're talking Emmy.
1: They're talking. Props yeah, like you for getting, putting in the work. Like,
0: but. it was fine, but we didn't see it's the fine, work. She's fine. See the work, but I mean, it was. I'm just glad we're done with this storyline. But um, yeah. I i'll I'll do my notes that I took in order. So Travis, oh, God. Okay, so I. Sorry. Hold on. Let me think. Chris goes to. Kimberly's like makeup, she's getting her makeup done basically by Mario. Mario starts crying again, talking about Courtney and Travis. And I guess Kim already knew that Travis was going to propose. And so they talked about how Travis went to Robert, checking my notes, Robert Kardashian Sr.'s grave to ask for Courtney. <laughs> I'll
1: put this out here right now. My dad's alive. I don't I cannot relate to the experience of not having your dad. <laughs> uh and I think in theory this was a cute thing, but it was not cute that it was on the show because it's like not an accident that it was on the show. I, I mean, we said last week, I think they were already engaged, and this was just like the engagement proposal for the show. And maybe they just want to do a big fancy one. Why not? You know? Uh, but like It's just, it, if they didn't, it didn't have to be in there. Like, I think it could have been something cool or maybe something you found out later that, like, he went there and left a note on the headstone or something. Like, I don't know. (laughs) Like, I think 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 it was a cute concept, but it's like, why are we talking about it in this show?
0: I think to your point, because we've been with this family for so long, they find these weird ways to incorporate Robert Sr. into moments, like, They just are like, oh, God, if daddy was here, like if when Kim's doing her Playboy shoot, like it's the weirdest timing, like you in the backstage of SNL and you're like, you know, he went to daddy's grave. And it's like, oh,
1: God. And, you know, we are we always talk about how much value they place on, like, the relationships with men in their life and, like, how how much they cling to the traditional idea of, like. Marriage and stuff, like ask the father's permission. Like I said, I'm a sucker for tradition and that kind of nostalgic stuff. I don't think it would be that weird to do something special to acknowledge that, like Robert won't be there. Yeah, but it's just it's so bland. And like Mario's telling the story, and Chris is crying. Like I told Natalie earlier, one of the funniest parts of this show where I actually like paid attention and laughed was Chris was reading what Travis wanted to tell or say to Courtney, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it was just very vanilla like a seventh grader wrote it to his probably what he said to Shayna. well to be very honest sincere (laughs) sure but like there's nothing stood out as like special (laughs) and it's been pretty obvious since the second they got together that they were this is like for the long haul so it's like okay fine you've been talking about this engagement for the past 20 minutes of this episode he's here's some generic letter he's going to read her and you're reading it aloud again to cameras and she's like, I just I don't know why I'm getting so emotional. It's just I don't. And Corey was just kind of like, you cry at everything. <laughs>
0: Corey's like, like no fucking deal? It was
1: shady. And I was like, thank you. Okay. Well, like
0: speaking of that, it's so weird. And maybe it's just for branding how her and Corey are filming at the Kylie Cosmetics offices. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, this must just be promote Kylie Cosmetics because yeah. there's no reason <laughs> in the background, like all the letters in <laughs> well, like, here.
1: It was like then she like, ca- like caveats is like. It's kind of like when Kim was like, "Oh, girls in your stomach let you be prettier," yeah, and then boys don't, or like whatever, fucking yeah, yeah. It, like she told girls Ken, take
0: your beauty, uh, yeah.
1: Uh, the dual gender construct in this family is so fucking weird. Then she's like, "Oh, it's a girl thing; you wouldn't understand." It's Just these moments, and Corey's just like you're reading his thing it's like cry when it's actually happening (laughs) he was just kind of like okay well like you just like cry at everything like and i think
0: that's (laughs) going back to the robert senior moments i think because we to corey's point if you cry at everything i'm less moved that you're crying right and if we were always bringing up robert senior and everything we're less moved that oh travis asked
1: well and it would have been cool to see like if she didn't read what he wrote and she just was like getting teary-eyed like Oh, I'm reading what Travis plans to say. He wanted my advice. A normal thing. But she reads it out loud. It's like, you don't need to do that. And then if she was crying, or we all could cry together if we saw Travis saying it to Courtney for the first time and not Cor- Chris having this conversation with Corey. And then, whew, speaking of fucking weird Robert-ness, the weirdest part of this episode. This Yeah, is what say, I it. say it.
0: Up. Say
1: it. She talks about how Robert... And it was with OJ. Remember <laughs> the man that murdered your best friend and got away with it because of your husband's questionable law tactics.
0: <laughs> that swears he had sex with you, by the way.
1: Yeah. And people think is like the father of your daughter and you yes. don't refute it. Obviously, they're delusional. Chloe is not OJ's daughter. <laughs> but uh, then she's talking about how Caitlin was on the TV and how crazy that was. And first of all, that's fucking weird.
0: Wait, no, no, no. This is what she said. It gets weirder. OJ and Robert were going to see Kate. Oh, yeah. They were complete. watching it on
1: the air TV at the airport and then they were going to go see it. And like OJ was commentating or yeah, something.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, so I-, I was like getting so angry watching this. But not only <laughs> was like, it weird, wild? and she's telling her current boyfriend, and it's weird, <laughs> and she's telling her current boyfriend. I One of my biggest pet peeves, especially, like, this family had all the opportunity to learn this and know this knowledge. We all have things we're learning with, like, people who are trans and, like, what's the right way. But you're not supposed to say the people's dead name. Yeah. And, like, I'm sure her and Caitlyn have, like, an understanding. Like, I know Kylie and Kendall call her dad and stuff. And, like, it's hard because Caitlyn was this famous celebrity before her transition so i get that maybe she was trying to do that for clarity's sake but at the end of the day people watch this stuff and then they think it's okay to say that about Caitlyn is bad enough but like what if you have a trans friend and then you, like, start saying their their dead name? It's not yeah. even just their old name. Like, there's a terminology for it. And maybe we're, I'm just being too offended because they've been on my last nerve this week. But it was just uncomfortable to watch. And I was like, this is, again, a a time when you guys have the perfect opportunity to seem, like, ahead of the curve and say Caitlyn. <laughs> like, we all know who Caitlin is. We all know she was in the Olympics. Like, But, it's like, she was just talking, like... Weird, like it was such a weird, uncomfortable thing to watch.
0: Yeah, um, she made the funny comment though in the backstage at SNL that she can't believe this is Courtney's first time getting married. Because, as we all know, everyone's been married, like, five yeah. times. And
1: then I'm like, okay, so why are you crying so goddamn much? If None of you believe in the sanctity of marriage. Oh, yeah. Next
0: episode, Kim says marriage is come and go. like she's-
1: <laughs> And you're like, you never, you, you can't even call Caitlyn by a right name. And then you, like, act like she never existed, even knowing she fathered two of your children. <laughs> and was the main part of the show for, like, the chunk that it was on. And then like yeah it was just the whole thing was so strange
0: it was very well I very
1: odd. and, and robert but they like diaphy like they got divorced they both cheated on each other
0: yeah well it's interesting to what kind of what we're talking about at the top of the show is that it really feels like they are stretching all this out to really fill time yeah. because i'm like we could just had this this could have been over with by now um i so- think they love the idea of like this
1: new narrative that they're like stuck on that like second chance at love. Like Chris talks about Robert, like I said, like Caitlin never existed. Uh, You know, Kim is, they're really pushing Kim is like finally finding herself and loosening up with this comedian man that she didn't know she was going to meet comedian. even though he was probably set up by Laura Michaels. And so I, th- I feel like Chris is like really leaning into this like Courtney second chance at love. And I'm like, again scott was on the show you um, treat him like he's family the like whole and now you're like they were soulmates they were destined and <laughs> scott fathered three of their children <laughs> meanwhile tristan accidentally gets chloe pregnant once and he's allowed to come to everything and like the father of the children like blah, blah, blah. it's just like so weird how they pick and choose like what's the interesting story to them <laughs> and yeah, then just yeah. like
0: the Fuck the rest way, of you. <laughs> the way Kendall is like, it was just like so great that they were friends before. So they have such a good foundation. And I was like, where was all this I'm keeping up? Because we got like Scott, 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 Scott. I think Travis is in one episode when they all the kids were making yes. gingerbread. Like, we
1: knew they were friends. It's yeah. not like they act like it's such this earth shattering. Like, it's crazy how this happened. And but like you said, literally the last episode of the show went before it left to eat they were still pushing still pushing Scott because that's that's what seemed to be tracking at that time I feel like they only got Gaga over the Travis thing because people were like paying attention because everyone has like nostalgia addiction <laughs> in the millennial era you know so it's like then they're like oh shoot people like this Courtney Travis thing and Chris has this weird obsession with being like I should have stayed with Robert even though I cheated on him and left him and he left me and then he died. And then I was married to someone else, like, <laughs> you and know, then and still- then a get all this like whole thing, Benifer 2.0. So I feel like they're just hardcore leaning into that. And it's like, uh, what?
0: <laughs> um, Speaking of Scott, he was at like a dinner they had before Saturday night live. And this is again, I, I have trust issues with these people. So that's why I read in any, everything. He's talking to Chloe and Chloe's like, so you're doing Saturday Night Live? He's like, no, I'm not going to do it because Courtney's You not know, feel comfortable making fun of Courtney. If we were married, random comment. If we were married, I'd make fun of her. But uh, yeah, she didn't feel comfortable. Now, here's where I was kind of like, what the fuck are they talking about? Uh, supposedly, Courtney already said she wasn't going anyway because it was Landon's birthday. So I'm not sure what the hell they're talking about. I thought Scott was just coming to hang out and support. They never talked about him being in an actual skit. So this conversation just made me, like, raise an eyebrow. Like, what the hell?
1: It just shows you, like, you know, when we... We'll talk more about the Met Gala eventually. Mm -hmm. It just shows you that you always learn everything in this family is a transaction. Like, it's always planned and... I'm sure Scott had some amount of like committed filming when they made this contract. Mm-hmm. And so they like discuss when should we plug them in? And like Courtney's like, uh, well, I'm going to go to Saturday Night live next week for Travis anyways. So like I'll take the birthday party. He can take SNL and then, We don't have to see each other, you know. It's like, and then I'm sure they were talking to SNL, like, which family member can we give you? You know, like, (laughs) how can I get on here? You know,
0: which one do y'all
1: give a fuck about?
0: (laughs) Because I kind of was like, oh, that's weird. But that made me also like reinforce my thinking when I was like, wait, how come Scott wasn't at the Met? Like, I think it would have been great if they could have got him there again. I don't know how their invite lists work. What? you know whatever whatever but i think to kathleen's point how scott has been around for so long has literally been a main character of keeping up for so- the whole series yeah it's interesting how he gets kind of left out i don't feel bad for him please don't mistake this observation for that but it's he interesting how he gets left out. how this family is yeah he
1: he really lays fair that they take they use people when they need them and then not when they don't and like obviously like scott Scott's not high on Anna Winters' list. Yeah, but yeah, like that's Anna what I said. Anna Winters didn't works, give a but... fuck this year. She said, "Who the hell ever can come? <laughs> and if they're gonna be there, and like, I get the weirdness with Courtney, but I really just, it's like you're not weird about that with any of the other like exes. Exactly, yeah, Like, Tanya's yeah, yeah. at SNL. Tristan gets to do whatever the fuck he wants. Like, I just feel like if the like if there's a shiny object like with Travis now, they're just gonna be like. Uh, Scott, you can only come when they're not here. You know. Remember,
0: they did that when she was dating Eunice. He it was the same thing. He's like, "Oh, you had a birthday party? I wasn't invited." Well, Courtney didn't feel comfortable because she's with Eunice. So
1: why, why the different rules? Like, I actually think right. Courtney's rules are fine. and makes sense. Like, if you don't want to hang out with your ex, I think it was weirder that the family always insisted on having Scott around without really ever yeah. revealing if Courtney was comfortable with that. You know so now mason's like like, talking about it because (laughs) they only talk about it when she has like someone else but it's like well what if what if she just doesn't want to always or ask her first or like foster her and scott being friends instead of constantly making it this weird thing that fuels his probably delusion that they'll go back together and her irritation with them it's like why it's just always weird it's like why can't They just apply rules consistently to, like, people. And, uh, like, I think now with, like, Travis, I think they love that he, like, keeps all the kids. He's, like, the kid keeper. Then, like, Pete, they love that Pete, like, lost his dad and is, like, a mama's boy and, like, loves being around this big family. It's, like, I don't know. It's just, like, they just, like, move on so quickly. And uh, some of our, like, disciples are talking about, like, the Addison Ray of it all. And it's like, I think they just like when they're over something, they just pretend it never happened.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like no one notices. <laughs> like side note Joyce. Joyce, I don't know how or what she had to do to get Kim to post about her what fragrance. I don't know what that was, yeah. but Joyce Bonanelli finally got some acknowledgement that she still exists. Uh the L- littlest L- acknowledgement, <laughs> the tiniest respect, acknowledgement. Respected Joyce because I I think I said this the last time that she was the one
1: who told Kylie to do a lip kit. I
0: mean yeah but Joyce I I think she's like one of the first ones to get exiled yeah she did not handle it well so I'm glad she was able to get Kim and maybe Kim had a soft spot and was like no I'll I can put it on my stories it's not a big deal um so shout out to Joyce you deserve you deserve um so then the sex tape sex tape retrieval so Aunt Shelly <laughs> calls Chris <laughs> to tell Chris to come to Kim's room. And, of course, Chris, being the woman she is, asks if the cameras can come because priorities. And Kim, being the woman she is, says, hell yeah, bring that fucking camera, bitch. Why do you think I'm calling you? <laughs> so they go over there and... Oh, like perfectly
1: like <laughs> I said this the other day with the Roblox thing. It was like, stage... if you've ever been in a stage production... There's, like, you angle a certain way, and there's stage left and stage right, and, like, you always have to be angled so you're facing. Exactly. Kim does that. And it's, like, she has everyone, like, sit against the wall, and then she, like, comes awkwardly, and then she's, like, Kanye, you you stand there. And it's, like, I get you showing them something, but it's also just, like, it's just so awkward. Well,
0: even the prayer they did afterwards, you can tell they kind of edit it when they got set up. Like, yeah, <laughs> to get shown. Um, So, long story short, Kanye's there and Chris is like, Oh, I haven't seen you in so long. And of course, Kanye reinforces that he had to fly coach to get here and he's just dropping something off. And so, anyway, Kim circles everybody, like Kathleen just said, and she's like, I'm gonna cry.
1: Um, Kanye, she's <laughs> such a bitch about Travis and Courtney's engagement. She's like, Don't fuck up my
0: makeup. But then, now that Kanye's here, she's like, Oh yeah, now she's all tears. He got those sex tape. Da, 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 da. I thought it was interesting. If you go back and watch it, uh, Tracy and Steph Shep at the same time synchronously. I don't know if that's a word, but at the same time, <laughs> cover their mouths. Like it was so like, <gasps> like it's very timed and very suspicious. It's like okay. Um, so there's like a laptop. There's also in there. If you like the monitor, did you see it was like a whole Apple yeah, it was, monitor? Because- which if you have Apple, oh, you yeah. don't need fucking monitor. So that's yeah. weird that that's there. Oh,
1: back in the day, the sometimes the mon they they started doing it again, but like the monitor was the computer, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like the
0: Thunderbolt whatever. But yeah, but still. even I on mean, the monitor, you know, like- on the monitor though, it's still all connected to your Apple. So like you have yeah. to be like like you know what I mean. It's nothing like. You don't need the yeah. monitor. I guess that's what I'm saying. Well,
1: it's, all, like we said this last time, the whole thing is so dramatic because it's, it's so like, dramatic. Yeah. You know, if it was on a hard drive, you wipe it, you burn it, you call it a day. You call, call it a fucking day. It, day. It it's thousands of digital copies somewhere else, you know. And, but I think it was interesting too because I don't want to give a lot of weight to Kanye's episode of Instagram posting because I think for every like, point he's trying to make he clouds it with a bunch of other shit but I, you can this episode really like made you realize like probably why he was so frustrated at the time i think people wanted to buy into the idea that he thought they were getting back together and he was pissed to see pete davidson which i think kanye played that up because he knew it would be like sympathetic Mm -hmm. but i also think kanye as annoying and frustrating as it can be would not be the type to be like all right this is how it's gonna go like let's pretend uh, I'm gonna like Kanye. they probably told him something that they knew would like trigger him to do that
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then like left out details so that he wouldn't like say something that contradict did their story you know yeah, like, yeah. no i, I, I totally get that probably fed him something And so he just went along with it because he seemed very sincere in this scene. It was kind of depressing to watch because he seemed like he just did what he thought was right and like was just kind of there chilling. And I, especially with we'll talk about the rage of it all uh, next, but putting it all into context, you're like, what the fuck did they tell him to get him to do (laughs) it? And why, like, totally? Why do you need to be such a pick me person that you're like, look what, like, he did for me? I'm so special, and then like but we're not together and she kept saying my kids yeah yeah it's so fucking weird it was like she didn't she she kind of talked about how like he you know we both do stuff to protect our kids but blah 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 but then she like immediately went back to saying my kids and it was just like I just felt bad for him in that moment (laughs) I was like why did she why did you why are you doing this why did she Maybe she didn't make you, but I feel like they had to have done something. Like, the crying. We were talking, like, how about the crying on the phone with him versus, like, the lawyer. Or the never calling Roblox. Like, was it manipulative? Like, because she wanted Kanye in the episode? Because she kind of talked about before how, like, she would it be cool if he performed? You know, it's like, I don't know what the motivation is. The angles, what he knew, what they knew. But I just don't see Kanye being, like... Oh, here's the situation. Can you, like, play along for the filming? I just, he would not do that. He just wouldn't. So, would. so that's we, probably why he's more pissed, is that it? It
0: they kind of used him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I want to back into that. I felt, if I had to do an educated guess, I too was like, oh, this might be why he's so pissed, is because they kind of played him that he would go get all this stuff, and there was no sex tape on it. Or, yeah. like, they kind of used him as a uh, plot. Yeah, exactly. Because then they in their
1: thing. show. And
0: it's like, oh, yeah. fuck.
1: Because so- what if he hadn't come over to show them like, the hard drive? Would we have had that picture where they were, like, yeah. walking out of the hotel where people were like, wait, he's helping her at SNL? Like, what does yeah. that mean? You know? Like, yeah. it just, this show is just exposing, like, how calculated they are. And it just doesn't make sense. Like, kanyu yeah which on and done all that shit if their story was the way that they're describing it like just doesn't make sense and then like i said when we get to the Ray J of it all and he kind of explains this other angle you can see that they're kind of like we're gonna stick to the story <laughs> and then we're gonna play nothing else yeah. like they don't address the flaws in the story they're just like hmm
0: yeah, and we don't mind calculation as long as it's done correctly. Like, listen, we yeah. watch all type of reality shows and they're all fucking calculated. Yeah. If you watch any Housewives, those women are always trying to figure out what storyline they can come so, up with.
1: And especially so, then, meanwhile, you're going to go... But make it make sense. And, like, say this is a documentary. You're never, like, messy on Twitter. Like, all the Housewives are willing to just, like, shit on each other. And, uh,
0: <laughs> Real bad to Lisa or
1: Meanwhile, Connie's having, like, whatever was going on with Instagram, they never addressed any of it. Yeah. And they wanted us to watch the show and have us think that they're like hunky-dory. Like, well, that was
0: my issue with, remember when Chris got those 65 outfits and Kanye yeah. walked in? That was like literally weeks after he had a uh, dragged them all on Twitter and called Chris, Chris Jong-un.
1: Yeah, they're just, <laughs> they just have this like caricature of people in their head that the way that they want to use them. And then just, like, ignore the rest and we're supposed to ignore it. And it's, like, we know that you're doing stuff behind the scenes to craft all of this. It's not like you just, like, ignore Kanye's bad behavior. That would be bad enough. But, like, it's, like, in a way, like, you want to seem like you're cool. Again, the stupid, like, pick-me-ness of, like, being cool with the baby dads and, like, men in their lives. That it's, like, we'll just pretend all this... He was clearly very upset, like, and or possibly just not well several months ago. And we're just gonna act like we want
0: the oh juice, my. we want the tea, we want the dirt. Um, so the Ray J angle of it all is Ray J came out to well, there's a report that came out today to Daily Mail exclusive. I've already given my theory about Daily Mail is that they are not under the thumb of the Kardashians. So I feel like that's where people go when they wanna like leak stuff. Yeah. But uh, because you know, we don't know what to do. Daily Mail reported that you know, Ray J's tired of the lies, he's just had it up to here. He's got to clear his name, possibly his you know, NDA. Oh, it's great, NDA expired. Well, he did say that he said he hadn't been able to talk because he had signed a contract that he didn't understand. Shout out to Black China. Uh, so basically, which can we be honest? We all pretty much figured that Kim and Chris. Yeah. Leaked it or had some role played it. So, like why do they keep lying? <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was a Pam Anderson situation, but also I'm not mad at it because that was the times. Like, that's what people thought they had to do to get put on. But basically, Ray J is saying we were all in on this. And I understand that angle because they kind of paint him to be like, oh, Ray J is trying to come out with another video or Ray J and his manager. So, I think that's what triggered him. Also, he said that the comment Kim made about you know, it might be a video of Ray J sticking a dildo in her and she while she sleep made him seem rapey. <laughs> so that's another reason he had an issue.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I generally like I'm not trying to like defend uh Ray J in a, these types of situations. At
0: all.
1: But I think it just makes total sense. Like I will say, like for a long time my theory was more that Kim and Ray J just made a tape mm-hmm. and when like the knowledge was like being floated around that they did, Chris said, all right, let's do something with it. Like, I don't necessarily think Chris woke up one day and was like, well, Paris is getting famous. So you guys, here's a camera. You know, I think like there's some great, there's some fuzziness in there about how calculated it was, but Kim literally stole all this money from Brandy and Ray J's mom. Mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. he was, like, working for her, like, maxed all her credit cards. It was around the same time. So I wonder, I always wondered, and now that it's brought back up, I'm like, actually, that make, would make sense, like, if that he was part of, like, brokering this deal as a way to pay back his mom and, like, have them just drop it.
0: Yeah. and Well, Ray J's story is that they had made, already made the tape, and they were laying around joking about it. And then Kim was like, actually, that's yeah. not a bad idea. Kim so dollar signs and was like, mm-hmm. let's do it. There's an interview that Tasha K did. If you're not familiar, Tasha K is the, the blogger that Cardi B sued for defamation and actually won. <laughs> uh, which, interesting enough, Cardi B just told all the Met Gala to do coke on Monday. So I think that's very interesting. Uh, tasha k is going to repeal or appeal so it'd be interesting to see if tasha k uses that in court to win her appeal uh, because that's the whole reason she sued tasha k is because tasha k is like yeah she's a total drug addict uh <laughs> and lo and behold um so tosh we go to t- youtube tasha k interviews hollywood fixer kevin blatt b-l-a-t-t and he claims he is Um, The first person to meet with Ray J about the video at a Cheesecake Factory uh, (laughs) where all the business deals are made over a wedge salad. What do you like at Cheesecake Factory? Sorry, random. Do you remember? I remember I used to fuck with Chicken Marcella a lot. I think
1: I've only been to Cheesecake Factory once. (gasps) I feel like I got the Alfredo pasta or something. Pasta's
0: rock. The small plates. (laughs) <laughs> the quesadillas, I mean, anyway, it's the best place. Nice little chain place. But anyway, they go to the cheesecake factory to talk about it. And I guess he never heard from him again. And he ended up going with someone else. So it's not just Ray J saying it. I mean, there's been rumors and things like that forever. I think back to Kanye he's oh let me finish Ray J's side so Ray J also said he gave the laptop and everything to Kanye it didn't have a sex tape on it because he says he doesn't own any of that footage Kim owns everything the only thing he got was pictures and things that Kim sent him and communication that expands over three years like 08 09 010 or something like that and they were at this like private you know those private rooms at the airport you can get if you're like Got that status. They were there for three hours talking, him and Kanye, and Kanye looked through everything. So, to Kathleen's point, he probably was like, You guys fucking played me. You made it seem like it was dire to get this stuff. And it was so life changing. And then, once you got it, again, to Kathleen's point, you just tossed me aside because you got what you want.
1: And I think, too, like the timing of Kanye's, like, he's spilling was probably because if he's filming, he signs some sort of contract, obviously.
0: Release, release, yeah.
1: Yeah, so you wonder if maybe they gave him a heads up on some of the stuff, and he realized the way that they portrayed it was not the way that they told him. Yeah. You know, because I, that's like, he might have even said to Kim, like, I'll go look at it and make sure there's nothing on it, and so that's why he seems calm in this episode. Yeah. But then, when probably they were getting ready to release the show they had him review his parts and he was like wait a minute like you're trying to make this like a whole nother thing like and i think that's when he got real mad and i wish he didn't like focus on pete so much in his madness because i was i i think people got lost in that like maybe he was like a jealous ex (laughs) like i think he just knows what will get people going he knows what gets the people going and so i think he, that this had to have been like the truth is coming out uh again I, that doesn't mean Kanye delivered it in the best way but it it all kind of like unravels and it was interesting too watching the texts like a lot of times you see those and you're like is that real well oh, the it screenshots really real. of the
0: dms between yeah okay.
1: it's still it very real rage's arguments i think all checked out <laughs> seemed yeah. pretty straightforward. I felt like when he said he never talks about it, I was like, what about I hit it first? But technically, yeah. that was a song about how he dated her first, yeah. but still. Uh, but then you kind of see Kim play the dumb victim role immediately. It's like she's like, oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> and then she's like, she's like, friend- nice to know yeah. you and your
0: family are yeah. doing well.
1: Yeah. <laughs> first, family, da, da da And then it's almost like she's typing out the script for the show. Yeah. And she just says exactly that. She doesn't explain. She doesn't even address that he's saying they leaked the sex tape together. in the first Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she literally just repeats what they went with on the show and focuses on his, Ray J's kids and what would you think, which is, again, kind of manipulative. And I thought what was really funny, and this is minor, but it just shows how much these people lie. She calls it an ad, like Roblox thing, which yeah. is what it always sounded like. It sounded like a pop-up ad. Yeah. They, Crafted this weird story about how it was a game and like, blah, 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 and she was going to sue Roblox. And then immediately, fuck Roblox, we're not talking about them anymore. It's about it's like, raging. So you knew there was a tape. It was not Saint just sitting there playing while everyone was chitty chatting and the cameras being there and you've gotten a game that was your sex tape. No. <laughs> like it was a pop up ad. She probably saw it and was like pissed because, shoot, like, I don't want to deal with this again. I thought we were like, we're all in agreement here, you know? And so then I wonder if she like on the side, knowing that he could share these screenshots or whatever, like said, I'm going to fucking sue you, like pull it together. And then his next reply is like, not all caps. i thought about it. This was (laughs) helpful.
0: Which is like, okay, now they have a response. But I will say (laughs) Kim's response. But then he doesn't do the interview and he gives a little bit more. Well, I, well, he did say, he said that, he was being he felt like he was being brainwashed but I'll say it the way he should have said it he was being manipulated to your point and he probably said okay great let's just talk about this and didn't get what she promised because if you see in the screenshots the alleged screenshots she says to him the dildo comment was just a joke clearly that was not clear oh but it Black China holds a gun up to Rob's head. As right. a joke. That
1: doesn't happen.
0: Right. And then she goes on to say that we'll put out a statement or we'll put something out to make sure people know. And that did not happen. So I feel like that is when Ray J was like, okay, bitch, it's been two weeks. Y'all haven't said shit in my defense. And I think that's what Ray J finally got fed up with. Like, why am I being painted the bad guy when we all decided to do this together? And I think if he didn't come across as rapey with that dildo comment, that comment, he probably would have kept his cool a bit better. But I think that's what did not And like, don't make it seem like I'm some sexual predator.
1: Well, and they could have even made it in the show that like, you know, someone probably, someone must have heard about the possibility of another tape and just ran with it. I didn't have anything to do with it. The whole thing with the manager and like he was the one who was da da da, it just like doesn't, it doesn't check out. And then yeah. in the episode, if this, if she supposedly promised to clear his name to get him to calm down, they could have easily been in the episode like, you know, Ray J and I were young. We, we dated we made some mistakes like but he's always respected me and like I appreciate yeah. yeah. willing to meet with Kanye they make it sound like Kanye goes there and like holds him at gunpoint to get like the computer it's like you're kind of like why did not just give you the computer after this whole episode where you're like yelling and burn them all to the ground like Ray J could just give him the computer the whole time
0: yeah it, it nothing it, it makes sense
1: Ray J looked nice but it's like could you explain that like <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, I think we have a lot of that in the show. Stuff happens and they don't really explain it and they just move on. Um,
1: I will say what they though, want the shot. They don't want they don't want to explain because their stories don't check out. They don't they check
0: out. Shot. Here's where Chris kind of fucked up, which I wouldn't say that if Ray J hadn't come out with his shit. Chris tells Kanye, thank you so much. I'm sure you had to write a big check. And I'm sure that's Ray J heard that too. And because he said that in his interview with Daily Mail. Like, how can I be extorting you for <laughs> the contract? He, well, that and he was like, I didn't have to pay any money. I didn't receive any money. And then Kanye says, which is another, like, bitch, what are you talking about? She was yeah. like, he goes, Oh no, we're not being extorted again. Yeah. When were you
1: extorted? Exactly. Unless that, it, that happened bad. and we don't know so about bad. it. And like, I feel like that's part of why sometimes Kanye's like, little spills are not coherent and particularly helpful for him because I feel like there's a sense that for one he probably doesn't always get told all the truth and he has to kind of try to piece it together himself but also two, I think it's a delicate line to dance with them like he knows like what they're capable of and he'd like he he knows how to say just enough to let people dig around on their own and like Mm -hmm. theorize but like he probably could have said when he was venting about this like i got to watch the hulu show and it was like they fucked it up like they made it sound like extortion like he could have done all that but instead he was kind of like i'm gonna terrorize you
0: (laughs) yeah Yeah. when he said we're we're not not getting extorted again." again Yeah, <laughs> I was like, again, when did you get extorted? Because Kim made money off that tape, and yeah. Loki's still making money. So, do you not know what extortion means? Because that's that's not it. But I thought yeah, that was super but you interesting. Wondered, that- like,
1: did they tell him that? Like, did they tell him that's what was happening? Maybe because, like, that's w-
0: it's just and, like, interesting that that was
1: Chris's ads, like saying fake dumb shit. Yeah happens all the time like if you read daily mail there's like stuff on the bottom about like alien babies and stuff <laughs> yeah. that's just how pop-up ads are like and if she was that pissed she would have figured out what the pop-up ad was from or like who was serving it and sue those people but she wasn't because she already knew this whole thing and they just thought it would make an interesting storyline and they could get kanye plugged in somehow to help boost the
0: ratings of the show fuck them <laughs> It was crazy. And they're like, yeah, now we can have a good show. But I was just like, Chris, why did you say you, you probably had to write a big check? I'm like, no, that's what? That is illegal. Um, but and then she says something weird, too. Like, OK, you're going to have to negotiate meat for me from now on. I'm just like, this is probably why Ray J got pissed, because it makes it seem like Ray J is some like fucking mobster. Or yeah. well, Tanya is like somehow like this like
1: Fixer. protective, exactly. Yeah, protective Olivia father. Pope. <laughs> Even when Kim and I are getting divorced, I love her so much because she's like an angel, saint.
0: Yeah, I it's just like did to give me his
1: entire computer at the airport?
0: I'm sure Kaya was like, "Girl, I just met him at the airport. We talked for three hours. It <laughs> yeah, wasn't that deep." He got a beer at Chili's, like <laughs> not a big deal. Uh Played some cards. It really wasn't that deep, yeah. girl. Um, the only other thing from this episode I thought was funny and made me think of Kathleen is when. Kim wanted to make sure Corey was okay with the joke. And he goes, I have thick skin. Bullshit. You blocked Kathleen.
1: You blocked <laughs> like one, half of our disciples. Half of the disciples,
0: the podcast, Instagram, over what? A little thick joke. It and was like, a G.I. Jane joke, Corey. It was positive. We like your thickness. Right, and it was so positive. Like you're a thick bitch. You need some temple. I thought that was very like (laughs) body positive. Personally, it's from Lizzo. Okay, Uh, so I thought that was interesting. He said he had thick skin. I'm like, oh, quite the contrary, friend.
1: Yeah. Well, (laughs) at least it's not his best, Miss Jonathan. One of our disciples. Who told us a story? I can't remember the origins of the story, or but Miss Jonathan. Jonathan got blocked or blocked someone, found the person's profile, went through like a shit ton of pictures until they found a picture of the person with a baby and was like, That's an ugly baby.
0: Miss <laughs> Jonathan, oh girlfriend, does not play about social media, child. She will block, she will find ugly pictures of you. And Corey
1: didn't block, say, Bible, or did he block say no, Bible, but not Natalie. Not
0: Natalie.
1: But he blocked me, personally. <laughs> and the a- best
0: part about that is he was not tagged. Yeah. uh there I don't even know if he did on say Bible,
1: and a, a bunch of other people in our, um in and the followers that we have
0: have said the same thing. We're like, yeah. if you mentioned... He was not tagged at all. I don't know if I hashtagged him, which would be weird if you're searching your own hashtag. But, yeah, it was not like he was tagged or anything. So that's what made it extra interesting. Uh, Quite the surprise when we thought he deleted his account. And it was like, oh, no, we are just. (laughs) So you don't mind being
1: called a gold digger. So you (laughs) are a gold digger? Right. But we can't tell you that your booty is. Juicy when like Everybody agrees
0: Everybody Listen We stand for the The short kings Consensus of the internet We didn't make this up Right The short kings (laughs) and the thick kings Are gonna have a summer Chanel Iman That beautiful gorgeous Yeah She got her her a thick king
1: Her husband was like This pretty boy Football player Mm -hmm. Uh, Although the new one Is a football player too But he's a a lineman But yeah He just looks like a nice Average man Who's gonna like
0: Give a lot of hugs (laughs) my friend likes to say sturdy nice yeah. sturdy man <laughs> and that's just where it's at people short and sturdy and or sturdy um the only my only note about after snl is that it was a lot of gail king a lot of gail king not yeah, sure like
1: they showed all these celebs walking was. in and just gail and like amy got all the play she talks about how chris rock talks to her and you get like a little bit of it but again it's not like chris rock was like i'm not sitting down for like of chit-chat on the couch, like... <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm not going
1: over to the side. I'm just going to tell people, you here. Like, Blake Griffin stuff Like, all these people are, like, shown walking in. Even Lauren was kind of like... Ah! Yeah. <laughs> and Lauren Michaels, like... He's, like, a maniac, right? He's, like, a TV, like, guru. So, you know he's probably insane. But he's really funny when he does, like, his his self in the skits, and he's kind of has this dry, deadpan-like delivery... Or when he used to do the, like, animated. He voiced them the, like, animated house. stuff. TV fun Yeah. House. yeah. <laughs> so, it felt like he was doing a bit. Like, when they were like, Lauren, Lauren. And he's like. Oh, yeah. Oh he was like, Oh He's like, I don't fucking care. I want the ratings. I want Kim to date my precious sun so that he can keep climbing up the social ladder
0: <laughs> well I think it's interesting all the paparazzi that were outside of the after party and we saw none of those pictures like I had no idea Blake yeah. again, was it's even so late. well lit it is one
1: o'clock <laughs> in the morning in New York why is it so well lit oh because camera uh, crew shining all this shit and like usually the after parties are kind of like seedy and again people say all the time that like people are doing coke everyone's wasted people hook
0: up like it looks fun aka fun is happening this did not look fun even Colin Jost is just kind of like hey you did good today all right talk
1: to you it looks like an LA like press sponsored party which is not what the (laughs) SNL after party is like and in New York like the whole thing with the paparazzi New Yorkers don't care Yeah, yeah like Literally, Bradley Cooper will be walking by you
0: and they will be like, I don't care. I do not see the
1: star is born.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, the Amy thing, though. Yeah, the ass kissing continued. In fact, Amy said she learned from Kim, which I was like, this is extreme. Mind you, I want to just reiterate, Amy has done Saturday Night Live before. I don't know why she won't yeah. talk about it. Why she doesn't bring that up. But she's she's- a woman.
1: And then she has to like tell Kim like you stuck to your intuition. No, Kim had 17 other comedians <laughs> helping her. Better and ones. whatever.
0: Like. Yeah, it was. It, disrupted. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like I said, they told her that she might get an Emmy. Um, You know, she's like, so great. So Kim
1: could disagree with Amy and keep the jokes that Amy said no. But like Kim didn't have enough conviction for herself to not have her ex-husband style her and dress her like what what kim is it she's talking about how she's nervous she doesn't know what she's doing i asked all these famous people name drop name drop name drop and then amy schumer has to be like you are a woman of conviction i learned a lot
0: i'm blown away by you tonight (laughs) Chris was just like yeah you were funny it was like a comedian actor like he kept it very contained He was like yeah yes. you did good you didn't fuck it, up. Didn't it up usually athletes you just want to get through it but you did like it was very constructive and on point it's true she did do a good job she was funny but Amy, she, she could have done
1: about. a good job it's been three episodes <laughs> she asked every single person in their mom it made her ex-husband like work for her for like two months so he wouldn't she wouldn't embarrass him, <laughs> in the words of Kanye. Like, yeah, you should have done a good job. You're the most calculated person in the world. Like, it would be embarrassing if
0: you didn't do anything less than like sufficient. <laughs> Meanwhile, Amy is like, you have changed my life tonight. <laughs> changed my life. <laughs> you just changed my life. The um, way that... That you
1: were able to make a decision on jokes written by other people. You've inspired even, like, me to make a, a murder joke. At make a decision on your clothes, so you drug your poor ex-husband through the mud. Wow. That's intuition right there. You're mm, an Inspiration
0: Powerful. to me. <laughs> um, so that was that. That's the episode. I mean, the rest is like Courtney and Travis. Again, I'm still confused oh, yeah. about Courtney's IVF journey because.
1: I will say we can't kind of gave her a hard time last week for not like wanting to talk about it or whatever. But this week they were much more like in-depth and specific. Yeah. But that I guess I the get
0: confused process. because during Keeping Up, she said she had froze them. So that's why I was kind of like, well, why are you doing egg retrieval? I thought, like, this is just what I watched on TV. So that's why I'm kind of like, I don't get it. Why are you doing... Again, I
1: think they like to make the story more interesting. Maybe, yeah. Doing egg retrieval while she's with Travis and there's still time and all this stuff. Like, not those nasty eggs you froze while you were (laughs) single. Gross.
0: You were the Eunice. Get rid of those. It makes a
1: better story if she's trying to do egg retrieval in this tiny little window and he wants to propose on their anniversary because it won't mean anything if it's not on that day. You yeah, know, it's yeah. like it creates That's a story. True. That's and true. So, I was like, but I did think it was nice that they, like, talked about that a little bit more because it was kind of disappointing last week when she was like, I don't want to talk about it at all. Which would I be will, fun if she just didn't talk about it at all. But it's like I again. will
0: say it speaks to the weirdness of the family and living in their own bubble. On what fucking planet? Could you talk to your family about intentionally having a baby via IVF with the man you've been dating eh, a year? And ev- nobody's asking like any real questions. They're just like, "Oh yeah, you've got that appointment? Yeah, okay, you yeah. to have a baby." Like it's very, they're very casual about major life events where you probably should be like, yeah, have it's like a it's distr- been SNL jokes for like three hours. But like they could, it could
1: have been a really interesting episode, like. With them like talking to Courtney about like how she came to this decision. Yeah. Yeah. And like how, you know, she just loves being a mom and mm-hmm. she's in love again and she feels like the time is right. Travis is a great dad. Like, whatever. It's just, it's just weird how they're so like blase about like jumping from subjects, but then
0: even having kids bending like over no backwards difference.
1: to come up with these weird narratives to explain stuff and it's like could we just have a genuine conversation <laughs> with about how she decided to do this again and like what options they looked into what options are even available to her like yada, yada, yada. but it well, was especially
0: because they don't live together so that would have yeah. been an interesting conversation like oh well, do you want to move in together first before you have so anyway i just thought like and maybe we'll get that in episodes to come, yeah. but I just think it's weird how they give like these dramatics edits. of like, oh, it has to be on our anniversary, but she, her appointment is the same day, and then like I'm,
1: they're talking about a Sunday. I yeah. was like, the Sunday is the only <laughs> day you could get an appointment, like. Okay. Uh, <laughs> like, it just, uh, and it's just like it's just crazy. And then all of a sudden, oh, it's on Tuesday. Well, yeah, because you guys are fucking probably their richest clients. You could have said, like, uh, I got a proposal, can we come in on Monday morning? Like,
0: yes. And they- I mean, shout out, out to shout out to them for trying to create a show and try to give storylines. They just yeah. don't really they have just a lot of holes. Explain it better. Just explain it better.
1: Like be like, yeah, we're rich. So we call the doctor and send move to Tuesday. Engagements back on, like <laughs> uh, yeah, I would just- I, a small, tiny glimmer of props to this episode.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Kendall and Kylie being in the car together—it was a very nice flashback to earlier times. Mm-hmm. They seemed natural, yeah, seemed yeah. like yeah. they were having fun.
0: Eating it I think and
1: especially have. after that episode. We remember when they're in Palm Springs and. Kylie and Kendall got in a fight and she was like in Palm Springs gasping Kendall? They- <laughs> Why would I give you a ride a cute- home? I will say it was a cute scene. They looked like they were just genuinely enjoying each other's company. Kylie was like laughing and being like a normal human being and not like a vessel uh, of emptiness. So that part was uh, it was a nice remembrance of oh it used to be cool in the show when Kendall and Kylie had this like fun little dynamic. Fun, so. keyword
0: fun. I will say, too, they had the conversation, I think, every Californian has with themselves. Should I get a double-double?
1: you always going to get double-double. I,
0: I was just talking to my dad yesterday. Feel and I like it say, after, but if you get the single, you'll still be hungry. You will, but that's what makes the hamburger feel healthy. <laughs> so when you get the single, you feel don't feel guilty. I don't but to well Kathleen's well, point. I'm, right to I'm very selective of when I'll go to
1: In-N-Out, and I know that I'm going to feel like garbage. Yep when it tastes good and feel good for a small brief moment in time and it's not going to kill me it's not going to make me fatter it's just yeah. going to be a one time thing and then 6 months or a year from now I'll do it again
0: i haven't had in and out in months but double double is the best way to go for hunger however if you just want to like fulfill a craving and not feel guilty yeah. the single however again to Kathleen's point you will feel unfulfilled at the end of that single That's what we're feeling <laughs> It's You're like, gonna be like I, especially when other people order double double around you, bitch. Uh,
1: I always get two cheesy gordita crunches because if I get one, I I want another. Yeah, I never quite get the second one, and then yeah. I give it to Dan. Or like in college in San Luis Obispo, there's this tri tip sandwich that's really famous, and sometimes when I was in, we went all the time. I had no, I could eat that three times a day, unlike In and Out. But I sometimes would be like, well, I don't want to be too full. And like get the meat sweats and fall asleep because I have to study. So I'd order a half. And then I would just be like angry the rest of the day. <laughs> because all I wanted was the other half of that sandwich.
0: Oh, 100%. So, there's a, yeah. So there's a skill in ordering fast food in general, but definitely in and out.
1: It does help I, if you do animal style. I was going to
0: say animal style will help out. Getting,
1: I've, I Animal style on the fries. Keep, you yeah. could, if you do a single burger and animal styles on the fries, that's like a nice way to kind of like – Level up so you're not too unsatisfied.
0: And I get that people have health things, but I think it's absolutely crazy when people go there and get, like, the bunless burger. Like, the, it's just a burger wrapped in lettuce. And like, just don't get it. Like, don't play yourself. Yeah. Right like, don't <laughs> like even play you this celiacs,
1: game. Great. If you have celiacs, get the lettuce bun thing. But yeah. if you think it's going to be healthier to put a piece of iceberg <laughs> lettuce
0: around your cheeseburger? Around your ground ground beef. <laughs> The, yeah. meat, the meat is what's making it not healthy. Yeah. And the fri- the oil, you see the oil they're frying it <laughs> in? <that bit? laughs> Just go all in. I thought it was great when uh, Kylie was like, or Kendall was like, should we eat in the parking lot? She's like, hell yeah. You think I was going to drive and eat?
1: You can't drive with In-N-Out. And In-N-Out is like, talk about, it. if you don't eat it right then, it's disgusting. Exactly.
0: And In-N-Out's good too, because they ask you if you're going to have it in the car. Like, they're very yeah. considerate. and They'll like, give you like, a, a thousand
1: napkins and a
0: little boat box tray. Oh, God. Yeah. God bless you, In-N-Out. Gosh, um, no, I'm hungry. I know people. It, In-N-Out is great. You either love it or you don't. I yeah. happen to love it.
1: I'm very selective because I, like I said, the smell of the burning like grease and like how terrible I feel after, and I smell like an onion for like three years. <laughs> I can't do it all the time. Whereas, like, I, like I said. You try
0: different
1: slow, eat it all the time. Taco Bell, I could eat all the time. You're also
0: old, I just really want to point that out. <laughs> yeah,
1: I get really bad heartburn for some reason from the light. Like, do you green- get
0: your onions grilled or raw? Uh
1: I like grilled because I always do animal style. So yeah. Oh, yeah, I like yeah. the grilled. Uh it's just something about the grease there. I just I just get really bad heartburn. Like yeah. it's not because it's fast food. I don't get heartburn. I can eat for like a block of cheese and not get heartburn. Like just disgusting amount of talk well, I don't get like an upset stomach or Montezuma's revenge like I have an iron stomach but there's just certain I think it's like sesame oil that mm. like just hits me right in the chest and I feel really tired and I'm like I'm gonna die for like several hours and for whatever reason in and out's on that list but it's so it has to be like this is a special moment road trip or something I'm gonna do it road I'm ready
0: trip. yeah
1: and I'm going to enjoy it, and then I'm going to regret it.
0: I don't enjoy it in and out outside of California. I know that's a psychological thing because I've had it out in Vegas, and I'm just like, eh, I don't, this doesn't yeah, feel right. they
1: put one in Reno, and it was such a big deal when I was yeah. in high school because we used to only be able to get it um, in the California places when you were going on a trip. Yeah. And it just wasn't the same to be like still in your car in Sparks <laughs> next to the mall or, like, the field where you play softball. It feels
0: wrong. Eat wrong.
1: And then just, like, go – to costco you're like yeah. that that wasn't right
0: yeah i'm not eating in and out <laughs> on the strip like it's very yeah. strange to me <laughs> no thanks
1: oh speaking of the strip dan was very pleased with his first time i mean teacher Bay. uh his first time <laughs> in vegas okay he just went this past weekend for a bachelor party for his friend mm-hmm. and he'd never been before wow. i think he was unsure what to expect i was unsure what to expect <laughs> uh but he's had he got back and he's like that was so funny he's like i love the pool, like, the, pool and the pool's the best part. pool parties uh and he loved the food uh one of their friends had used to have actually i'll have to ask him because it it's a sack place used to have the best barbecue place in sacramento oh, okay. um so he's kind of like a high roller and there's a couple other guys who like don't get out of the house much and had to do of money <laughs> And I said it was like let them pay. Like just if some guy wants to pay to show off, just let them do it. Exactly. Like they, people ask to split, then you pay. Like <laughs> don't worry about ego. Uh and so yeah, thankfully, like he didn't have to pay a ton. And the ho- they stayed at the virgin,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which used to be the hard rock. Mm-hmm. And I had this flashback to when Natalie and I went to the rehab, the OG yes. of the
0: parties. Yeah, I totally Sunday, forgot about that. Yeah. And like
1: flow rider or flavor yeah flavor, someone showed up and
0: like flavor flea was on the side cheering Flowrider on yeah it was
1: so yeah, it was. fun except for we were we had to keep like checking our phones to make sure we didn't miss our exactly. flight and i felt like death in the airport speaking <laughs> of what you can and cannot eat in vegas at popeyes natalie's like feeding me like macaroni and cheese <laughs> She gave me her flight voucher for a drink, hoping that like would keep me alive to get back to Reno. And then I got to Reno, I was like, that was a that was the worst feeling of few few hours I've ever had. <laughs> yeah, I
0: think I got on the plane and just went immediately to sleep. And my mom picked me up and said I smell like vodka. So <laughs> yeah, this guy like chugged a bunch of alcohol before he went to the airport.
1: And I was like, those are famous last decisions in Vegas. There's always those people. Because you will sober up on the plane, and it will be the worst feeling that you've ever had in your life.
0: I don't think I've ever left Vegas. Very rarely have I left Vegas. Okay, yeah. like I'm even when I use I I say, oh, I'm gonna stay Sunday night and just leave Monday, Monday morning or Monday it's afternoon. So <laughs> worst days of my like I'm usually like this. Last time I went to Vegas, not only was I like hung, not the last time, but maybe the last time before that, I was hungover and I like just started my period. Like it's the worst fucking combination.
1: Thankfully, I've life. never lived that
0: far from Vegas. And I've...
1: It's refused. like a 45-minute flight of just... Yeah. I refuse... Minus when I went in high school for a softball tournament. Championship tournament. Period. Made fourth place, but we still went. Uh, period. That was the only time I ever drove to Vegas. I refuse. Like no, I'm God, not I know. in a car that rode out of there. It's always backed up and it's really hot. And unless you have a luxury vehicle, like, no. no. Uh, but I thankfully... So I'm, I'm going for work, a work conference next month and I forget why, but like, for some reason I had to put my, my flight number into something with our team. So everyone knew when everyone was getting in and realized I booked a flight with a layover in LAX. And I was like, absolutely not. (laughs) Nope. I've had so many horror stories of me waiting for the last minute and not having any flight options except for the layover in LAX from SFO. And it is hell. It is and it's not worth it. And I'll never do it again. I will literally, like, cancel the trip if I have to do a layover in a Burbank quit.
0: is the better layover. Yeah, because think- celebrities get on the plane at Burbank. Oh,
1: yeah. That's fun. But I, I live. And now I go to Reno. It's like the flight from Reno to Vegas. They fly, like, every single hour on the hour. Oh, like, good. it's just like a constant chain of flights. So I was like, I just accidentally booked a flight that wasn't nonstop. There was plenty left over. So, praise the Lord. The f- event ends the day before. I'm hoping to see RuPaul's Drag Race live. Ooh, yeah. That's
0: and at they- Planet Hollywood?
1: Yeah. Uh, No, Flamingo now. Flamingo, okay. Yeah. Then get on the plane Friday morning, come back. Watch
0: your engines. All right. Do you want to talk about Met Gala? RuPaul's Drag Race. Word. Strong word. Okay. So let's just go. Let's start with the easy best dressed. I.
1: Gonna go on a limb here. Okay, it's probably because I have very low expectations. Okay, or lack of expectations. <laughs> Never been it was Chloe. I didn't hey. know how Chloe was gonna play this. Ditto. Ditto. And I was a little worried she was gonna be weird, like Kim, and like way overthink it. I think she did what was right. She like, I'm happy to be here. I'm gonna stay in my lane. Yep. And I'm just gonna look the best that I like to look, you know. And so yeah. she looked a little skinny. So maybe she was, like, working out. But, I mean, that everybody does that, like, worries about picture, you know, picture event or whatever. We'll get into that. So, but she looked good. I liked her dress. And even knowing the Marilyn dress is, like, iconic, it's kind of funny because they had similar silhouettes. Yeah. I felt like Chloe's, like, fit her, actually. <laughs> so she looked better t- than Kim. Yeah. Just thinking fit here. So I thought that was interesting. I like the little beady, dangly things. The Gilded Age. Blah, blah, blah. I liked that the corset was kind of like exposed. So, I it like was, the black like, thing she wore. Yeah. And the gloves gave a nod to the like actual theme. So, considering how fucked up some of the celebrities like get with the theme, Chloe stayed pretty close. And like mm-hmm. Jeremy Scott of Moshino is like a good fit for her. I think her beauty looked good. The one thing I would have changed was her hair. I just, mm-hmm. that stiff bob and the overbleached hair. I'm ready to move on from
0: it. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was pretty tan. I think I would have took some tan yeah. out, especially because the dress was so gold.
1: And I think when she gets really skinny, I think Chloe might have like small implants. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when she gets really fit, and I know this is a hard thing for a lot of women that are like very toned, it's like sometimes the, you can get kind of like that gap, mm-hmm. like hard booby line. So her boobs look like they were really having a rough night uh and some of the pictures like the the lighting to natalie's point earlier we were talking the lighting in there (laughs) some places are good and then you some places you can tell they're like they put put people in like the money shot area to get the good pictures and then you're you're moving on and then some of the pictures are like the c-list photographer so but yeah i actually think chloe looked really good
0: Yeah, I did too. I agree with everything you said. Chloe, I was the most concerned about because she's not a fashion girl. She's actually has not the best taste and style. So I was like, oh God, what's going to happen? So I think because my expectations were so low, she shocked me, which gets me to the worst dress. And it might have been why Chloe looks so good is because a couple people look so bad. I mean- The worst is really a coin toss for most people. I will say, though, for me, Courtney blew everybody out of the water with how bad she yeah, looked. I think so it was so bad, especially because she's so short. So anything, quote, unquote, asymmetrical is not going to give you that. Well,
1: thing. And like when they were walking out of the hotel, because a lot of people will do that as like their first shot. Mm-hmm. But Travis and Courtney's was really early. And sometimes celebrities will do like one outfit coming out of the hotel Mm-hmm. And then when they hit the red carpet, they're in, like, a bigger outfit, you know? And so when I remember when I first saw their picture, I was like, oh, they must just be getting here. <laughs> and, like, Tom Brown's so known for his tailoring.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, like, conceptually, like, the idea that it was, like, this deconstructed tailoring. And, like, the thing on her hip was supposed to be almost like a bustle. Like, I see that the idea was there. But she looked very bad and it she was looked, really
0: depressing. First of all, she looked bad because she's, I think she, the her problem is she's always trying to mimic Travis's style. Yeah. And that doesn't work on her. It worked, like Travis looked great. I thought he looked really good. Yeah. It and was.
1: Himself, he does well, I think at like doing a suit, like slightly more interesting because. Yeah. That's why a criticism at the Met is that, like, the guys that get invited just, like, stand there in black suits. He's good at, like, tweaking a little bit because he's a rock person. Like, yeah, he's a rock
0: star. Um, um, because, And I don't know why she got that outfit because Christine – I'm going to butcher these names, so sorry. Christine Boronski, Russell Westbrook. Maisie williams lizzo oscar isaac elvira lind and yaya abdul i should know this last name sorry yaya tom we're all in tom brown if you look them up they look right i should know how to (laughs) pronounce i've never had to say the last name out sorry yaya uh but they all were wearing tom brown and they look nothing like what courtney had on so i'm very confused like, like tom brown was like a perfect designer for this
1: theme yeah Lizzo's dress was awesome like and like I said, the idea, like in some of the pictures where you see like the details on Courtney's mm-hmm. could have been really cool. Like the backside is like the inside of the suit where you see the white chalk, where they're going to seam it and stuff. And even like I said, the thing on the side, like when you first saw it, it looked like a ill-fitting ace bandage. But in yeah. some of the more detailed pictures, you can see that's supposed to be like the bunting or whatever, under like a corseted dress of that time period. And like, or, like, shoulder pads, like, the structure. Like, that's interesting. Why does it not fit her? Why is it such a weird color that looks like an ace bandage? And then, like, at the after party, she had this cute little corset dress. It's, like, why wasn't she wearing the corset under the skirt thing? Mm-hmm. And maybe just, like, a piece of the men's tailored shirt. It's, like, everything looked weird, ill-fitting, frumpy. And even if it was supposed to be, she, like, described it as, like, supposed to be, like, sliding off of Travis. Yeah. That wasn't happening. You did not... Yeah like he, he was in a well-tailored suit and she looked like they taped some scraps
0: to her on the way out. Yeah, it wasn't good. Also, people had trouble with Kylie's outfit. What I'm going to say about Kylie's outfit, I give her some credit for trying to be youthful and playful. Yeah, uh, Obviously not on theme, but at least she, she did the tribute to Virgil. Cool. But I think there was an attempt because Kylie, we forget Kylie's like under 25 because yeah. she looks so old and she acts old. But I feel like there was a genuine attempt of being young. Some people said they might be like a shout out to the King Kylie days on Tumblr. Yeah. Um, it just people didn't respond to it well. I didn't have a, that big of an issue with it, but I just I was like, Ooh. I see what you tried to do. Everything felt very
1: confusing because I mean the Met is a shit show. We're not defending it's the scar. Met here. <laughs> uh, But but it, it's just some of the choices were strange to me. Choices RuPaul's Drag Race, uh, <laughs> like usually. People walk together, like, with their designer. But you could probably like, Virgil's rest in peace. And, like, the table, you know, like, Machino had a table. So it's not like the whole group has to walk together with Jeremy Scott. So usually the designer, like, last year, Demna, like, walked with Kim. It's like, sometimes they pair up. But, like, the pairing didn't really make sense of Off-White with Machino. And, like, their outfits didn't coordinate. But then, interestingly... Kendall and Kylie's kind of went together, even though Kendall was wearing Prada. It's like, why didn't Kendall exactly. and Kylie walk together? And Kh- Chloe could have walked with Chris and Corey. Like it, it was just strange, strange choices. And I think the thing with Kylie's that threw me for loop. Sometimes I, I just don't know if off-white is like the brand for her. Some streetwear mm-hmm, mm-hmm. wise, I think she can pull it off. Like the outfit she wore, she was like getting there the day before. Like, she can pull that off. She looks cool. Yeah. But, like, otherwise, like, I feel like even the after-party outfit wasn't necessarily a typical off-white thing with, like, the silky corset and stuff. She looked great. And I'm like, why didn't you just wear that? So, I feel like she would have made more sense, like, in Versace or something. But
0: nobody asked me. (laughs) You just looked uncomfortable. The skirt. Yeah, I did see a lot of those comments. Like, people are like, she looks uncomfortable. Oh, she should have waited. Like, skip yeah. this. And then, you know, when she had the, the baby. Yeah,
1: the skirt was strange. It, like, yeah. didn't, it didn't, like, fit her. I thought the top hat thing was interesting. That's, yeah. like, Virgil, that's what he does. And Nicki Minaj had a similar thing going on. Yeah. That part wasn't actually that weird to me. Yeah. And the skirt was just strange. And she looked unhappy and sad. And then... <laughs> I thought it was funny that she shared the gloves that, like, referenced this, like, note manifesting it or whatever.
0: Did you didn't fucking that wear. That she didn't wear. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Your family is obsessed with gloves. The gloves, I think, would have made it really cool.
0: And in the original outfit, I think the T-shirt's tied and then it's yeah. the skirt. So I think – and I don't know if she's having body issues because she's had a baby or what's going on. I would have
1: liked to see the skirt – if, like, the top of the skirt, like, under the shirt was more, like – pulled back and like bustled like yeah, in that yeah. Era. You know, it's just like yeah. the like shape a corset like B topper cake or like 80s wedding dress, which is not the that yeah, was
0: very of, like a version you know
1: and every no one's following the fucking theme, but it's like you could easily do these little small pieces to nod to the theme, but also not look weird. Like she didn't look good. Like because yeah. she, she was just walking around in a giant pile of toilet paper. <laughs>
0: Again, um, appreciate what you were trying to do. It's more than whatever yeah. Courtney Wak fucking going on. Yeah. But yeah, it just kind of was smart. Um, let's talk about Chris. Chris's shit was weird because I don't know if she was intentionally trying to look like Jackie oh, O. She said it. Oh, mm-hmm. she did? That's fucking said it. nuts. <laughs> she
1: looked great. I was I was actually proud of That's her. I could crazy. tell it was like not the right era, but she looked great. In her, she got a little bit longer MJ wig and did a flip. I was like, she looked very well styled. Not particular on theme, but very well styled. Then I heard the interview where she's like, "Yeah, I was going for Jackie O," and I just seen this picture of her and Kim standing together, and it was like Jackie and Marilyn, and I wanted to vomit. Like,
0: well, it's not a fucking costume party. Well, it is, but it isn't. You know what I'm saying? It's not Halloween. It's not like just come whatever you want to come. Are you unhinged? unhinged? (laughs) That's really Marilyn Monroe
1: wore that dress singing to JFK in front of Jackie O (laughs) (laughs) during a time. Where she was supposedly hooking up with his brother to spite him and then died two months later. And people believe that she was killed because she knew too many secrets from sleeping with the Kennedys. That is weird, Chris. It's weird. It's weird
0: all enough. weird that why
1: she did you do Kim's weird shit. But why did you think those two went together? Like, yes, they do share history, <laughs> a very sad and depressing history. So at least be like, it's part of American history. Instead, you was just like hey, Jackie, and
0: she's Marilyn. Well, and also that's not the theme. So yeah. that's another weird reason yeah, you're doing. People are saying like
1: Americana. I just the first thing I thought was Marilyn. I'm like, the theme <laughs> isn't. Just Americana. It's a certain
0: time period, it's a particular
1: time period.
0: Gilead. pretty very fucking specific. Not just come as any American. Yeah. Uh, I I think I think when Chris puts on a wig, it ages her. I don't like. Her. Oh yeah,
1: she, I know. I don't know why she keeps doing keeps that. Keeps
0: doing this to us.
1: It's uh, Corey was just
0: there, cool,
1: but I think it was because she was wearing a retro outfit. Then that also, too. yeah, you're right. I took back points from Chris because she also was like drooling all over Elon Musk <laughs> and like fixing his tie, and I was just like,
0: Ugh. I just can't help myself. Um, let's talk about Kim. Let's we'll just get into it. So, Kim, as you all know, wore Marilyn Monroe's he dress. On- she will find you and she'll <laughs> tell you. Right. Marilyn Monroe's dress on the red carpet. She took a picture of it and then wrote, wrote it on the red carpet. Um, I don't even know where to start with this. She lost 16 pounds in three weeks to f- just p- get in the dress. She couldn't even zip it up. We, You can see on the behind-the-scenes footage, which TikTokers already peaked because she had this god-awful faux fur jacket. They
1: literally, like, picked it up at, from, like, a street vendor or, like, straight up, like, Sears. Forever 21 on the way there. Not even yeah, for... If, I don't Forever 21. If yet, Sears was still open,
0: time. I would think yeah. that. It's, like, one of those jackets I used to wear on to go to, like, Christmas program at church. Yeah. Like, it's, and like... And I would say
1: maybe at, she got the like stole from Ripley's, but it no. wouldn't look like that if it was 60 years old. Well, and that it was a whole like jacket.
0: That. that was a whole like faux fur jacket. She wore to cover the, the butt part. Cause the it butt was, like, part didn't fit. It
1: was not zip. fluffy at all. It was like, it was, it didn't make any sense. Marilyn Rose was probably like mink or something. Yeah. like, And you don't have to wear the exact same one. She wore it. It just looked so stupid.
0: <laughs> it's the desperation to be in this and dress.
1: Fit her, you Not know didn't Not only
0: that, she had to wear such high heels because Marilyn was like 11 inches taller than her or yeah. some shit. So she wore these really high heels. You can tell she couldn't even move. She probably was yeah. nervous that she would tear it if she fell or stepped, which I'm sure we'll hear all about on Hulu. Um,
1: well, and she's so awkward posing, too. Because... <laughs> a lot of like you look at some of the comparison photos like Marilyn is like she's like moving as she's singing this song right and yeah, like she
0: very comfortable not in
1: the dress. Wearing, like a cone bra under it which <laughs> she was her you can like almost see Marilyn's nipples that was the whole controversy yeah. was that she was supposedly was like taunting JFK by wearing this dress and yeah. she ridiculed for it bad bitch behavior uh But she's, like, moving, and the dress is very, like, thin and, like, has, like, movement to it. And it looks like it's just, like, taped onto Kim. It's not the right color, so it doesn't look sheer at all. It looks like skims with some bedazzling. And some interviews, at least when Kim kind of moves, you can see the fabric move, like, ever so slightly. But that's part of why the dress was so considered so provocative at the time is because it was... A, an illusion that she was naked under it. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. He wasn't giving it, any of that. <laughs> it, it wasn't.
0: The she, the bun, like the- Oh, bun. I was just going to talk about the hair. The bleach to death. I don't know what Chris has been doing lately. I think, I truly think Kim should find another hairstylist. Yeah. Um, now, mind you, if Kim asks you to bleach your hair one day, that's really not on you. Although it's, I mean, I don't know anything about bleaching hair. Certainly not white girl hair. I watched
1: but- this TikTok that was a- uh, another hairstylist and he was like, I don't really want to throw another hairstylist on the bus. I'm just gonna explain yes what what might have been a factor here. Knowing Kim and how annoying she is about like exceptionalism and like I'm willing to do anything for the shot, especially when the dress wasn't zipping. <laughs> she probably at the last minute was like, all right, Chris, dye my hair. I'll make sure there's a backgrid person outside so we can leak that I'm committed to the character and I'm bleaching my hair. And it didn't go well because it's a long process. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's and, long. Tone it and then style it. So, yeah, that was a
0: mistake. <laughs> uh, you can see streaks. And then the bun was so tiny. And people are speculating because her hair got so fried in the process. Yeah. And that's why it's so thin. And she, like,
1: looked bald. And, like, I I don't think she necessarily had to do the Marilyn hair. But it just didn't look right. It, it looked like an accident.
0: Well, she should have, yeah. I think you brought She's going
1: to have a back. She could have worn a wig or she could have put like a chignon or something like over the little tiny weird bun so that it felt more like sophisticated. It was just, if she it
0: had old. a wig and a bob would have been, I mean, since we're all going so fucking literal, you might as well get like, I mean, God, wig.
1: remember that one Kylie wore? <laughs> that was so bad. It looked like a Halloween day wig. They just like pulled out the little blunt, like blonde one. Could right right, <laughs> I, right. Get, call kim kimball she'd give you a wig um but again kim just wa- i'm sure kim wanted to be like i'm gonna i gotta step it up people are starting to stop talking about me marilyn dyed her hair blonde i'm gonna yeah. dye
0: my hair blonde
1: I, but it was definitely a last minute decision because you could tell she was doing it like hours before and yeah. it did so well <laughs>
0: And I think too, um, everyone, a lot of people t- okay, historians took issue with her wearing the dress because it's fragile, blah, blah, blah. But Kathleen made a funny point earlier and said, you know, it's in Ripley's believe it or not. Like yeah.
1: Well, and then the fact that like almost immediately, like they were very calculated, like what pieces came out when, obviously. So then by the next day, when everyone's like, is that even the dress? Then we get the details. We get this behind the thing or behind the scenes thing from TMZ on the payroll with Ripley's, believe it or not. And Ripley's is not the Smithsonian. It's a tourist attraction. It's an auction house that buys stuff at for the highest bidder and then sells tickets to their tourist destinations to make up for the cost. So it's like, it's not like some esteemed, like, uh, sacred yeah. Sacred thing, which that's not to shit on Marilyn's dress. That's to shit on the terrible people in her life that like sold off all of her wares and goods after she died at a very young age under sad circumstances, whichever one they were. So then you're watching this thing and you realize, oh, so this was like a partnership. So him's probably now they can like, they already have, like they announced literally the next day Ripley's announced they're going to do a show at the LA Ripley's. Of the dress. They're going to move it to the LA one. And they've already like started promoting it as the dress that both Marilyn and Kim Kardashian wore.
0: And then they gave her some of Marilyn Monroe's hair. That's when it got weird for me. And
1: then Kim starts talking about voodoo. I'm like, bitch. That lady was either murdered by our government or killed herself because the government was going to murder us. her. The dude she was sleeping with got assassinated he was the president of the united states he got assassinated and like three quarters of his family has been mysteriously killed you want her hair and right. you want to think about doing voodoo i hope well I hope not when, hope and it. people already
0: think you and your family are into some shit so i wouldn't i mean i'm like did she mean to say that out loud did she know we're recording and it was also um, really depressing I, I i don't love
1: when people compare anybody to like the modern Marilyn Monroe or the modern who whatever Because it was just different back then for a woman especially given the news that we had to deal with on Monday night uh because it's, the, it's like why does this what does Ripley's believe it or not have her hair yeah like, that's just- was her family's estate did she probably did it because Marilyn Monroe was like poor and like worked her way up and to be an actress and was exploited and like I said died at a young age so it's like Why do you why what world was she living in where she had to have people just took her hair when she died to sell the tickets of for tourists at Fisherman's Wharf? Like that's depressing.
0: I think for me, with the Marilyn and Kim comparison, there is no comparison because they are not living parallel lives. No, at all. Like there's nothing similar, even to down. Well, and you know who made that comparison first was Kanye. Well, he did make that because he's delusional, too. Even down to being a sex symbol. Kim is not a sex... You don't leak, quote, allegedly. A sex tape, and you're automatically a sex symbol. Well, She's done nothing, really, to say, oh, you're a sex symbol. She's been... She's always in a relationship, monogamous. She's been married. Um, She takes maybe sexy pictures every now and then, but if you're talking about Marilyn Monroe's sex it's a totally different Well, in, like
1: give a surface level comparison
0: yeah like
1: here's here's someone who's was notorious for the way that they looked and people talk about them all the time and they're controversial leave it at that but they like you know that's not what Kim wants like Kim wants to be like I am the modern modern (laughs) and like they just went way too hard in the paint on this and like and I think a lot of that has to do with People have done the Marilyn thing so many times. Kim yes, out did the Jackie thing for W magazine. That was weird enough. So it's like, and she was like black in that, which was really weird. She had She's like very tan
0: North in that color. that photo. It was so she weird
1: because North was in it. She wanted to like match her, but <laughs> it's like. She just had to overdo it because other people have done Marilyn. It's like a it's a thing that gets done all the time. So she had to be like, I have her actual dress and her hair and I turned, I cloned it so I could get her good juju. None of this time does she talk about how she inspires me because she was like a misunderstood person
0: and people always like exploited her for her sexuality. Like like the way oh, Mariah Carey talks about Marilyn Monroe, because Mariah yeah. Carey is like a Marilyn Monroe stand and I'm sure Mariah was Growing up.
1: On yeah. Monday. <laughs> yeah. And Mariah like exudes more of like what is a Marilyn Monroe like attitude, where like she was basically like betrothed to this way older like record exec and kept imprisoned by him like she's had talks about her mental illness very candidly she's been discounted and and thrown away when her mental illness got the best of her like Mar- mariah is w- a way better like person to talk about the similarities but you don't see herself saying i'm the modern maryland no. yeah,
0: <laughs> but i think too when i say that it's not a dig at kim because i think kim is an original like i don't yeah. even think kim in the history of pop culture, can be compared to anybody, yeah. which is a compliment. So that's why I'm, and I saw a TikTok that kind of speaks to this. I don't know why she's always trying to recreate, yeah. quote unquote, iconic <laughs> and moments. Just like I loved that dress. I asked if I could borrow it. And it's it always like it's so got to be iconic. Far. Oh, this is so iconic. Like you're iconic on your own. You don't need to recreate. And then she kept like, these like moments. posting the side by side comparisons and stuff. I'm like, you're showing
1: how much you don't look like her
0: (laughs) well
1: she once during this whole thing could you talk about how this was a woman who existed in a time where she had to she had to adapt to the male gaze to like survive and like she wrote poetry and did all this cool other stuff that people didn't know about and didn't even care because they just were like boobies like she got criticized for the whole the issues of like was she having affairs with these famous people not like were these men like calling her and being like what's she supposed to do say no if the president is like you're the mistress now yeah, yeah. she was really like fuck <laughs> like now what you? but she got painted as this like snake that like came in and like worked her way up like yeah it's like they could have alluded to any of the that it's just like everyone knows Marilyn's image but she was more complicated than that, and I relate to that because people always say, I say don't have any talent. <laughs> like she could have even said that, maybe because
0: even though Marilyn was saying and acted, so that's a whole yeah. another layer where I'm like. <laughs> but again, Kim, you're an original. Just stay an original. Yeah. Um, there's I oh, also she- had
1: some fan account or fan account it was like, oh, like Marilyn had to pose. Marilyn made like a a naked or a nude calendar to make her way up to acting like she she you know kim had to do you know kim had a sex tape and people wrote her out i'm like no that's not the same marilyn was like dirt poor and felt like that's all she had to do like all she could do she also had nudes stolen from her for playboy (laughs) like and
0: well that's even like a more tragic story she took pictures for rent money for this like random photographer ended up getting famous the photographer sold those pictures to hugh hefner and hefner ran it without her permission didn't even pay her anything because that's what she could do back then it's not the
1: fucking same as kim manufacturing her career which it doesn't have to be a bad thing that kim It's just not the same and got paid for her sexy good you and should. Playboy
0: <laughs> pictures. She got paid yeah. for those too.
1: Like, talk about how Marilyn had to do that to survive.
0: Yeah, it's just there's no similarity. And also, um, I was going to say, when she said she had to lose 16 pounds, everyone was upset, understandably. My only issue is it feels like a big waste of your fucking time to have to lose 16 pounds for 10 minutes when you couldn't even fit the dress, even after yeah, all that. Yeah, it looked bad on you. I'm like, like it's it, just it a waste been, of time. Why would you want to do this?
1: Or if you recreated it. And called it, it was a day. Funny and it's she... interesting too because like it's the Met. Like whose table were you at, Kim? <laughs> there, there was no designer involved. Like she, she's doing like this brand partnership with Ripley's. I was like, is that on brand with Vogue? Like did Anna like approve this? Like I was
0: like, oh god, here she comes. She hey,
1: like, I to get my clicks for the website, so fucking do whatever. I don't care.
0: I think uh, she told Lala like, oh, I had to lose sixteen pounds. It was like preparing for a role. No, it that's not like preparing for a role because I can understand like, you know, Beyonce says she lost twenty pounds in two weeks to play Dina and Dream And then, you know, other actors they gain weight or lose weight, but your return on your investment's a little higher. You're not doing it for like a and 10 minute walk. It's yeah, and it's all like, planned
1: out. Like Yeah. And you know, and about yeah. the same girl. <laughs> The whole thing was so bizarre and it's just again like all of it was just so surface level. Like the way that she talked about it was so surface level. Never even mentions that there's like older episodes of the Kardashians where Chloe talks about how much she loves Marilyn Monroe mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: Kim always was like hesitant to do Marilyn Monroe themed photo shoots or whatever because it was Chloe's thing. Like I'm not going to even talk about that. Uh, and again like and there's a, there's literally like a Marilyn Monroe uh documentary out fairly recently that goes into kind of all the conspiracy theories and like the background and like kind of the dark side of all of it so it's like fresh on everyone's mind yeah yeah not that it ever wasn't like we we grew up long after she was dead and we i feel like i came out of the womb like knowing who marilyn monroe is and knowing some amount of like tragedy around her life you know and so it's like kim couldn't at least like allude to the fact that the tragedy like the tragicness of her life so then you get into the the news coming out from the rovish's way like leaked memo the same time the med was coming on i was like gosh what a dystopian like fucking yeah but i just just, here's marilyn monroe in a time when women were like being shat on and marilyn monroe was fairly like progressive and like outspoken for her time (laughs) it just made it even more ironic and infuriating
0: at the end of the day, I was happy for Kim because I'm like, this is obviously some like weird personal goal you had for yourself. <laughs> Congratulations. But it was so unnecessary. Like, girl, you don't have to do this. You don't have to lose 16 pounds to wear this old ass dress that, by the way, no shade to Marilyn and Bob Mackie and all the people that were involved 60 years ago. In 2022, the dress is not impressive. Like, there is nothing. Yeah, it was a moment this dress. Time that was very
1: like shocking and a time that Kim wishes she could manufacture the kind of shock you can't anymore You yeah. can't. and she's too much, much of you to get shocked too by too anything exactly but this is a time when this this woman showed up to a stadium full of people to sing to the president in a see-through dress yeah and not to be like a hussy and just be like Oh, like I'm sexy. No, she was calculated. She did that <laughs> to be like, bitch, I know that you know that I know. And well, I they it.
0: already have some weird obsession with it. When they I remember when they went to the penthouse in San Francisco, where one of my friends had her wedding reception. Um, she was like, Oh wait, hold on. This might fuck up my sound. I'm sorry, ghetto production. <laughs> Oops, yeah. <laughs> she was remember they went there when they went to san francisco and it was like yeah. can you show us the secret tunnel marilyn used to sneak in and out of when jfk stayed here it's like oh god I like know <laughs> like you know
1: <laughs> history and like again i feel like kim kim's like discussion about it, it just seemed like she liked that marilyn was also sexy and everyone was obsessed with her but like there was more to her i'm like so you think it's, like, cool that, like, the president was, like, seducing her? <laughs> but then, meanwhile, your mom is, like, stoked to be Jackie Onassis. Right, right. cheating on.
0: <laughs> well, also, like, too. What? Meanwhile, Chloe's getting cheated on every what? fucking month. What? But <laughs> it's, like. It's just weird. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Just wear a normal dress next time. You don't have to do this. You are I, what you're I, I mean, an icon on your own right Stayed i it. Like,
1: why didn't she just wear I mean she could like again recreate the dress, work with an actual designer and have it like recreated in the same way or use use some something that makes it like whatever. It was just, just the
0: theme. Thing. Let's start with the theme. Let's start just there. A strange
1: thing. And then like there's also like the seven-year itch dress she could have worn because it's flowy. Like why didn't she do that? You know, or like any of the other dresses that Marilyn Monroe like wore, like the pink dress with the gloves, like Kim could have easily done a version of that. But like Kylie's done it before. It's like okay, then do something else.
0: <laughs> yeah, it just if you need to, right? But I just don't think the media and social media made that big of a deal out of it because I think that's why she kept posting about yeah, it because no really one was it.
1: Well, and then there was like, Vogue posted it before she got there, and people were, like, oh, she's going to be so pissed. I'm like, no. She
0: it to them. <laughs> well, I was going to say, yeah, that was part of the deal. They had a full ass story about it. Like, it, yeah. that's it's all part of this, 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 this attempt just like skims always needs to have this viral moment or like this iconic even when they went to saturday night live they kept saying oh my god this iconic show oh we're in new york and the the most iconic show in new york by the way is not saturday night live but they kept saying oh tonight so yeah it's thank you right broadway Hamilton um but I just feel like there's too much emphasis on trying to be iconic when you are already iconic anything you do will be well, you don't really have to try that hard
1: and like uh what was it the was it prod No, well Kendall was wearing product it might have been product or chaparelli maybe I can't remember one of the design houses did the entire cast of the Elvis biography And, like, it would have been interesting if, like, say there was a Marilyn Monroe biography coming out. Like, the actress who played her, like, got approached by, like, historians or, like, someone from the estate and said, would you like to wear one of her dresses? That's interesting. That's interesting. This made me depressed. depressed. I was like, why does Ripley (laughs) have the dress? Why is no one in Marilyn's camp coming forward and saying, like, we love Kim, we'd love for her to honor at this moment? It was just like, this is sad and depressing.
0: It's just, for me, it's just like, this is not the moment. It's like very random. I like your idea, though, because I kind of fantasize of like Halle Berry wearing one of Dorothy Dandridge's dress yeah. to the Met. Like, that's kind of iconic. That's an iconic moment because they favor each other. One was nominated for the Oscar. Other one won the Oscar. Halle Berry has played Dorothy Dandridge. It makes sense. Um, and so you can be like, oh, man, this is kind of a cool moment. But with Kim, you're kind of like, why is this happening? <laughs> why are we doing this? Yeah,
1: it just, it felt out of place. It felt weird. It felt, felt a little out of place. Calculated. I definitely think we're going to be seeing all of this regurgitated on us on Hulu. <laughs> so. Yeah. Okay. Glad.
0: Well, let's do a little bit of now We have a lot. So I know. A I know you guys are
1: feeling some type of way with I this.
0: Way. Yeah. And like, or maybe this will just be a long episode. Or maybe we'll just do the Met Gala emails. That makes
1: sense. Well, and to be fair, I did say, like, you know, uh, as a lady <laughs> with the, you know, all the stuff with, like, Rogue versus Wade, like, literally coming out, like, as this was happening. And then, like, the next morning, kind of, like, hit the fan. I feel like it was way grumpier and taller, way less tolerant of the Kardashians, like, discussion of their Met Gala stuff this, than I normally am. Well, yeah. I'm always pissed off, but I was especially irritable this week. So take that with what you will. Like maybe I'm being a little harsh, but
0: it's been a hard week in America, it's so it's a little it's grumpy as usual. So yeah. it's it makes sense also too. And I mean, this is good escapism, but sometimes it feels, yeah. feels crazy to talk about things as trivial when there's like, yeah.
1: but we the contain out. multitudes, so we yeah. can hear about the most. Draconian, terrible, bull things happening in the world, and take out our stress by talking shit about this family. Right. They make it very easy to do that, and it's cheaper than therapy.
0: Sure. All right, time May the Fourth be with you. It's Ty-man. Ty-man. <laughs> we'll do Hot Mess at the Met. Hot Mess at the Met. Hot mess of the met hi ladies i'm sure you're going to cover the kardashians giving us absolutely nothing at the met Gala this week sure did we didn't even bring up kendall but the biggest loser of them all was courtney <laughs> Mer- mary kardashian lord i know this is supposed to be a creative costume themed event but there was nothing that could be said to make her outfit make sense to make matters worse she sounded like a complete and utter idiot in every clip that's being circulated on social media like girl you didn't come prepared to explain that shit in one clip she admitted she didn't even think about the theme and travis just looked away like god damn i'm about to marry a whole fool <laughs> then she looked at him nervously and laughed as if to get some kind of affirmation from him that she was explaining it well and he was looking at her like baby i can't help your ass so embarrassing anyways i saw the next day she posted in her stories what appears to be more articulate explanation of her outfit and how they were inspired by the theme. Can we say damage control? But too late, girl. Hopefully, they realize that inviting her to the event was a mistake. Love you guys. Thanks for the podcast that keeps it all away. Real Jabrina. Absolutely. I'm sure Anna's like, look, we did this. Yeah, once. These
1: people have the best people in the biz to prep them, do some interview prep, feed them some answers. Like, of course, Courtney doesn't know what the theme is because she just showed up and somebody dressed her. Like, right they what are the, but why did someone coach her to say like you're tom brown's table this was the concept you know it's like she just i actually kind of felt bad for her like i kind of appreciated her frank answer because i feel like she just gave an honest answer but it goes to show like how lazy they've become because they're they don't have good people like telling them like, all right, you got to make sure you know the answers. And like Travis is just more used to it because I think he's been kind of doing this kind of stuff for a while.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And
1: he's more like he the fashion-y like guy. Yeah. So I think she was just kind of like, okay, I'll show up honey to the fitting. She clearly wasn't like arguing with anything because the outfit didn't even fit her so like i guess it's yeah she's like showed up i
0: guess that's what i'm wearing
1: it kind of makes you wonder like why did travis make sure he looked good and it's kind of like on drag race when they do the makeover challenge it's like you have to look good but you also have to make sure the other person looks good (laughs) because you're going together you know so i kind of felt bad that like he and whoever the stylist team wasn't like all right courtney this is what you're gonna say we need to do some tailoring we need you to be like on it like it was just sort of like she showed up they threw some shit at her and she had no idea what to say in the interviews
0: yeah and courtney i don't think has a genuine interest in fashion anyway so it might be why she didn't even investigate her own shit it's just furthermore why you should not be here
1: courtney has had so many eras where she looked really good like she if someone Listen, for her,
0: monica rose when monica yeah. rose was dressing this bitch
1: <laughs> if someone working for her actually knows what they're doing and like tries like courtney can look really good but whoever they have like i feel like there's a team that travis has and she just like shows up and they like throw stuff at her and it's just like that's it like no one's fighting for courtney here and it makes me mad because she can actually pull off an outfit because she has that
0: i don't give a fuck attitude so when yeah. she was dating Eunice, Yeah. Oh my she was God, dating. that hoe was dressing.
1: Even in the like giant belt New York era, Courtney looked cooler than even Kim who was like trying to do the same outfit mm-hmm. because Courtney's like tiny and she doesn't care. Like yeah, that's she like- she carries herself very well. When you're trying to wear clothes that are crazy.
0: Yeah, but this just was like- yeah, she
1: definitely gave, like, I'm just here because they invited me.
0: I don't know. Chris says I have to come since I have a, a famous boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's do Met Gala, question mark, question mark, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Inside of my brain. Hey, Nat and Kathleen. You don't have to share this on the pod if it doesn't make sense. Okay, so how does the Met Gala-like work exactly? When it comes to celebs and designers, I'm seeing the interviews with Blake Lively and Courtney talking about their inspiration and what the thing means to them, but I'm like, they don't design the clothes. I guess I'm curious how much of a say celebrities have when it comes to what they wear. Do they make decisions? Do they collaborate with designers? Feel like a dipshit, but I just don't fully get why we're asking celebrities about clothes they didn't make or design. I also think everyone in the KarJenner clan looked straight up terrible last night. Truly. What an assault on the eyes. So grateful for your knowledge here. Thanks, Kaylee. I'll just do the, the simple mechanics. Anna Wintour is on a board. And basically, Anna Wintour controls who's the invites. And the invited people don't have to pay. Like, these are the people, to Kathleen's point, that she wants photographed, that was there, dot, dot, dot.
1: In case it's too specific, Anna Wintour is the editor in chief of Vogue. Yes, yes. This is a Vogue sponsored event at the Metropolitan Museum.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Thank you for the detail. (laughs) So, if you're invited, you don't have to pay, but it's a very exclusive invite list. So, then the people that do pay, so like you have a designer, or like a company, they usually get a table and each ticket is $40,000. They made it, it was 30,000, but then I think Anna was like, oh, you all can afford that. I need to pump it up to 40,000. So the problem is, is they buy tickets, but they give it out to other people, which I'm sure Anna does not like that. So that's how other people be there that maybe weren't quote unquote invited, but they know somebody that knows somebody. So that's like the, the, the quick and dirty and then
1: I think, I kind of felt like, especially this year, Anna's getting old. Andre <laughs> has passed. Like, times are changing. Mag, Just magazines in general are having to, like, figure out how do they live in this world. Mm-hmm. So I think Anna has definitely, Anna used to be, like, notoriously, like, I'm c- too cool for this shit with people who weren't inside, like, the elite fashion world. Mm-hmm. We know Kanye very voraciously insisted on being a part of. Uh and she even said uh, before Kanye and Kim got together like that the Kardashians would never come to the Met Gala. Mm-hmm. You know, so she's loosened up over the years in general. I think we've reached the peak of her looseness this year because there was all kinds of like TV actors, TikTokers, like I think Anna's at the point now where she knows we need some names to get some clicks, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We got to get some younger blood up in here who know what Vogue is. Uh, but yeah, so the gala itself is like, a lot of people say once you're inside, it sucks.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I'd never hear anyone say it's at time in my it's, life.
1: Rich people have galas to fundraise for the museums. So it's like you get inside and there's like exhibitions of like famous clothing or whatever. Famous designers from that time period inside or sometimes there's art that goes with the theme but like there's like an exhibition inside and the dinner and then the hosts are like Blake Lively, uh, Lala, that little blonde girl. There's like hosts that help like perpetuate the theme and educate the theme or whatever. That's how it's like all set up. So yeah, I use performers too. Yeah performances but generally like it's meant because it's part Vogue. It's like, it's like Vogue and the Metropolitan Museum of Art together. It's supposed to be like the fusion of fashion art. Vogue is like the the centerpiece is fashion. So like generally that's how it works. It's like the table person is a designer yeah. and then they dress everyone at their table in their designs. And I'm sure some of the cooler people like Rihanna, like collaborate. People like supermodels have always gone because they know the designers like politicians like it's you know it's evolved over the years to be like just whoever the fuck now i guess chloe <laughs> right. uh but it's really just about like yeah the 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 fashion meets the whatever the exhibit theme is uh there's also a bunch of other random people just rich people who go who don't have designers making them clothes they just go and they show to- up and i guarantee you the the lower tier people don't dress to the theme properly and I will not let
0: them come again. <laughs> so, which is, Yeah, because the, the theme is not mandated. It's like it's not a hard like, which I think it should be. Personally, I think they should have to submit their yeah. shit to the committee and the committee should say yes or no because it loses its flair if I can see people wearing things I see on any other yeah. red carpet. Like the fun should be, oh, it's a thing. And it I makes sure,
1: yeah, it, I think it calls out even more how much Vogue has had to just be like, fuck. We just right, need to
0: exactly. like, put on the
1: website and like keep this, keep it trending because it, it's like, again, it's for it not to be like a snob. I really don't care. But <laughs> the the fashion part of it is important, but the main point of the event is the theme goes with like a period of exactly. art. Yes, yes, yes. So for the museum, yes. which is what the fundraiser part is <laughs> for. So like, if you're not addressing the theme, it doesn't help educate people on what the theme is. And the point of the theme is to educate people on a period of art or theme, a type of art or a type of artists. Uh, they've been kind of all over the place. Sometimes the themes are confusing and not clear. Sometimes this this one was perfectly clear. There was like just a TV show called The Gilded Age, like yeah. dressed like Bridgerton people. Like it's yeah. like, this one was it's very a, specific. I think yeah. probably because I've been
0: getting annoyed with people being off. The it's name. not like camp, where apparently none of you have heard of camp before. It, it's like something you can Google, a time period that actually yeah. existed like from a
1: history book. Like if you took fashion, like if you went to fashion school or art school, like there would be a chapter. Yeah, on this,
0: <laughs> I think. your point about Vogue just having to crumble I hate to say it but the event has turned very D-less like I think the biggest celebrity was Nicki Minaj which is not a knock on Nicki but there was nobody probably with the star power that Nicki had so there was no Rihanna as much as I hate this bitch there was no Taylor Swift Mm -hmm. uh, no Harry Styles no Naomi Campbell no Chanel Iman Diddy wasn't even there Um, no Pharrell I think it's head, hard, sorry. too, because of COVID, like,
1: post-COVID. It's just like, And this one wasn't even a full year since the last one. Even, even Teacher Bay was like, wait, wasn't, didn't this just happen? Because I probably made them look at pictures the last time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because the last one was delayed, and it was the first time they had one again. Yeah. So the last one was actually only, like, eight months ago. Yeah. So I think in the post-COVID of things, people are probably pretty booked because they're finally starting to, like, catch up on things that got canceled. Plus, it hadn't been a full year. So some people were probably like, oh, uh, she's I was I was there.
0: there. Right? Yeah, so <laughs> no Justin Bieber. I mean, there's like really nobody there. No shade to anyone that attended. I'm not saying you don't matter. But the star power of it all was not really there. And then I think maybe I know Anna used to have that rule where she didn't want selfies or a lot of footage from inside. So that might have been part of the reason, like I felt like we saw the red carpet and then we heard nothing else about. But that's anything
1: kind of like except. the lore of the event is that yeah. there's always. I think once, like you said, once these selfies from the bathroom started coming out, it became yeah. this thing that was like, "Who's going to take a picture in the bathroom?" Exactly, exactly. Like, because she was always so strict, like you're not supposed to smoke in the bathroom. Yeah. Like, but I think, uh, yeah, it's just kind of well. And my friend, who's is actually her job and like what she studied has been like uh, I forget the words when you work for a museum like a curator or a keeper of things uh, there's probably better words to describe it but one of the things she's done the most is fashion and so she's worked with a bunch of like uh, historians that like um, archive and like repair like fashion and she was entering at the Met one time when I went to New York and I'd never been. And uh, there was like an Andy Warhol exhibit. So she like took us around and like showed us everything. She loves this shit. <laughs> and you could used to be able to like, there's like, a, there's some of it you kind of see now, but people just forget about it because everyone's just worried about like what celebrities do there. But there's like always a scene around the Met. Cause like all these streets kind of like tee into the Met mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then the park's like behind it. And so yeah. it's like, they have these big scaffoldings where they build the carpet and just all these people will like climb up scaffolding, like <laughs> hoping to see like somebody and yeah, somebody exactly. what they're wearing, you know? And so that lore is also not as exciting now because yes. you just look at
0: Twitter. Yeah, social know? media, yeah. Um, also, no J-Lo. Uh, there was someone- Yeah, called. where's Bennifer? No <laughs> Bennifer, no Zendaya. I mean, who the fuck was even really here?
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people were like, you know, making up bookings, I'll give them a benefit of the doubt. I don't necessarily think there was a bunch of people turn it down. I just think a lot of people's schedules are very booked right now because they're making up for things that got canceled.
0: And I kind of lean towards maybe no one was interested because to your point, it was just eight months ago. And the like the Met just doesn't have the Juno it used to have. So they might be like, yeah, I'm okay.
1: And <laughs> I'm all right. like a uh, part two. And I think they did that because it was because of making up for the ones. Like got canceled because of COVID, so mm-hmm. it was like last time's was Americana, whatever part one, and this time was Americana Heritage, whatever part two. So I think that also made it like a little bit less like compelling because usually each year the themes are like vastly different from mm-hmm. the previous year's theme, and it goes with like whatever an exhibition is at
0: the, at the time at the museum. So no Olson twins. I mean, I can keep going. <laughs> New York's very own Mary Kate and Ashley were not there. It, um, nice. it would have been a good year, but again, nobody was there. And I'm sure he might've asked. LeBron is not in the playoffs for the first time in his career, maybe since he got in the league. It'd have been nice to see LeBron James at this thing. Like, I just feel like there was nobody really there. And the people you, that were there, you were kind of like, oh, okay, that's cute. Goodbye. Um, yeah. So um, the next one is called Met Gala, but no, punctuations
1: lowercase lowercase (laughs) hey
0: hey girls love the fact that you guys are back oh like okay okay let me try that again okay let's get into it met gala kylie not on theme they meaning the card nashley and jenner's do this a lot i think the significance was supposed to be that it was virgil's last dress design although that's a sweet gesture and code and an ode to him it's not fucking met gala gala worthy she looks so stuffed into that dress courtney and travis why (laughs) i don't fucking understand them she's so rich and wears the dumbest emo girl from 2000 style there are so many ways to do goth and be stylish and chic. I'm surprised by court. She dressed better when she dated Eunice. Exactly. Bitch was dressing. She was dressing. Chloe. Girl, yes. Finally. She steps it up. Mm, 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 and actually looks decent. Thank God she left the braids at home. And oh, the God. curly hair. <laughs> I've got Benny oh, drama
1: behind me with Chloe's curly the hair. Diana
0: Ross wig. She just <laughs> pulls out every now and then. <laughs> Kim and Kendall yawn. Literally don't care that it was Marilyn's dress. Wow. You starved yourself to fit into a dress. Doesn't she say this every Met gala? Don't even get me started on Kendall's boring attempt to look stylish at another Met. We'd love to hear guys. Thoughts about. We didn't even talk about Kendall. I'm um, going to
1: say this right now about Kendall because we forgot to talk about her.
0: Great opportunity. Go
1: ahead. It took like a while before I found anyone who acknowledged she basically wore the outfit that Gwyneth wore to the Oscars. Gwyneth Paltrow, oh, and got roasted. But I think it was because Gwyneth was kind of like slouching, and she was wearing a bra, and so her boobies were like kind of droopy. I thought that outfit was cool when Gwyneth wore it because it was different. It didn't make sense for Kendall per se, but it was confusing because Ken, what Kendall wore was Prada, and like yeah. Gwyneth wore, I don't remember the designer, but it wasn't Prada. And, like, at no point nobody mentioned it. I was, like, it's literally the exact same silhouette, same, like, style, just, like, slightly more structured top. Like, maybe she was wearing a bra or something. Uh, The skirt was cool and probably on theme. But you couldn't tell because she was wearing, like, a mesh tank top on top.
0: Yeah. I think my – Kendall's problematic thing of her outfit, surprisingly, was her face. Uh the makeup was really bad. If you did a zoom in, she overlined her lips. Uh, I don't know why she didn't get a, a fresh touch up of fillers. Her eyebrows, dye bleaching them was very strange it's and out of place.
1: Haphazard like thing. Like we're just doing it because it's fashion. And well, like doing Prada it because we have some like,
0: leftover bleach cool. from Kim's hair. <laughs> Which you
1: do I think at the tank top because I feel like Prada right now has had a lot more like boxy stuff and like mm-hmm. really like. Color blocky, they have like a lot of embellishments, and like the hair and like the tank top just felt like random, yeah, yeah. And like, I want to say, correct me if I'm wrong, someone can correct me. I feel like it was the cast of Elvis that was wearing Prada, but it might be wrong. But then Kendall was just like over there somewhere, or no, maybe (laughs) they were the ones wearing Machino, and then Chloe wasn't with them. I was confused. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I was confusing. Yeah, Kendall's outfit. Again, Kendall, unfortunately, she kind of fades in the background. But the only – her outfit was fine. It's like whatever. But it's just her fate. I was like, why did you bleach your eyebrows? And why are your lips overlined? And it didn't really look like she had makeup on. And I feel like – like we talked about lighting. In that type of lighting, you have to have makeup on. Yeah. Like it's not really about like, I don't like makeup. Well, you need makeup because these lights are so bright and the, you're – gonna be taking pictures you need full fucking coverage bitch i
1: am jealous of her lower lashes i cannot put the mascara t- on my lower lashes because they're too short and they're too blonde and i look like i've just been on a bender kendall the did t- after the like full spider eye where like the top lashes and the bottom lashes the are like defined and you can see them yeah the little bit a little bit of twig action those looked good Good That's about
0: it, because I was like, why did they put, like, real foundation on her and a little concealer? Obviously, Kylie's makeup always looks good because uh, Ariel does it, so she looked fine. Um,
1: was it she was wearing a veil, and she looked like she'd seen a ghost. Right. And but,
0: Courtney, I couldn't even get to the makeup chow on Courtney.
1: <laughs> I, was like, I do want to give props to Court Courtney and Travis, Travis their after-party looks. He was wearing, like, this crazed circus director, like, tank top outfit that I felt like that was fun, at the very least. Courtney was wearing a fun little mini corset dress that was, like, checkered.
0: Was it checkered or was it houndstooth?
1: Something like that. But I was, like, mm-hmm. it was fun, and it fit her, and she it wasn't baggy and weird, like, all the clothes she's been wearing. But her hair looked balls. I was, like, finally, someone in this family can just, like, get a nice blowout. <laughs>
0: Well yeah, because her hair for the Met was a goddamn mess. She had like a French roll. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: Well, and she's had the weird chunks and like
0: huh.
1: the bun. Like her, she had nice, flowy, fun, bouncy looking hair. And I was like,
0: I thought it was interesting when Chris listed her glam squad. I pretty much was like, who? Yeah. Every person, like it's interesting. I'm not saying Kanye took a lot of peeps with him, but it's just interesting to see who they work with They're now. Post Kanye, yeah. yeah, you're like, oh, who let's... the hell is this?
1: <laughs> um, let's do also, get Virgil's okay. name. I would like to think it's you know out there and crazy sometimes as off white could be. Mm-hmm. I think like editing was one of his strengths. Yeah, I feel like he would have taken a look at Kylie's
0: outfit and been like we got to change something. It's too much material. Like it's yeah. eating you alive. Let's, let's figure this out. Um, let's do give Kravis some more love. Oh wait, you know, that's not Met Gala related. Hold on a second. I just want to make sure we get them met. Let's do Keat and the Dim. Keat? Oh, God, why can't I talk? Keat and the Dim down. Whoa. Say that 10 times. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, dolls. Um, is Kim dim- dimming Pete down? I actually really like Pete pre-Kim era. I love this weird fashion, painted nails, loud jewelry, and clothes, etc. But since he's been with Kim, we only see him in basic hoodies, sunglasses, or black outfits for their recent public outings. At the last Met Gala, he wore a skirt. This one, he wore right. the most basic, boring black suit. Where did you go, Pete? I'm also interested in what you guys think of their relationship since they're now red carpet official. Do you think it's a PR relationship or a real thing? (laughs) I personally think it's real. Hmm. They both have a lot to benefit from each other. Kim has already made Pete more famous and Pete makes Kim look more hip and young. Hmm. I also think there's a genuineness. (laughs) To this, Kim went on the record saying she just wants someone to laugh with and watch TV with. Pete gives her all of what Kanye did. it. Sorry for the long email, but excited to hear your thoughts. Oh, girl.
1: I mean, I go with the both. But I also think Kim and Kanye were like that. I think they both thought the relationship was mutually beneficial. I don't know if they even cared about the mutual part. They both thought they were in charge the entire time. And it got toxic at some point. So I think there is a place where these things can be both true. Like maybe this was calculated and then they kind of liked it. So they're going with it. I also think the Kardashians are very advantageous. So like, they're not going to do something unless it's beneficial to the brand. So I think it's a little bit of both. I've said from the beginning, I really hope she's getting boned out of this at the least. Uh, Um, Yeah. Yeah, a social climber. He's like, cool. I'll do whatever. And mm-hmm. I think that's part of why he's dressing the way that he is, is because Kim wants to be the one in charge now, and she wants to be the center of attention and all that that she didn't have in the last thing. And I think Pete's like happy to be like the cardboard cutout in the background because yeah. he's only seeing his career grow because of this. And it's like no harm, no foul if they broke up because he's the younger and he's had like 15 girlfriends. So like, he's like got nothing loose. So he's like, sure, I'll wear a black suit, like whatever.
0: Yeah. I think he's a willing participant. Um, He has no problem being told what to do, which is usually the dynamic when you Date someone extremely older than you they kind of dictate everything i think it's interesting to the writer's point that he has changed his looks he's very tan these days
1: um someone said uh pedro, <laughs> that's not pedro. I just, uh, like fell out of my chair
0: <laughs> pedro davison <de> uh <laughs> he's very tan and i love that they won't let him leave the house without a pair of glasses because I mean we could speculate why maybe they don't like the dark circles under his eyes maybe they think he looks tired all the time i don't know but it's just i think that's the more interesting part to me that he's never without a pair of glasses um i, think I do to this-
1: give him some kkw because he said and he might have been lying and been on drugs or something but he said a long time ago that the dark like dark circles under his eyes and some of his like skin issues are from, like, a uh, autoimmune disorder or something that he mm-hmm. has. Um, and he doesn't I'm- care. Like, he just doesn't care. And But it's kind of funny that it's, like, you're going to give the man a spray tan, but you can't give him some concealer? I'm
0: like, well, they <laughs> care. They're like, look, we don't hear that shit. Get in this tanning booth. Put yeah. these glasses on. Um, yeah, and, and to the writer's point, he was very um, dimmed down, good word, because – Kim was supposed to be the center of attention. Like, you couldn't have... He can't wear what Travis wore and take away from Kim. Because, as you see, Travis kind of took away from Courtney because he looked so much better.
1: That's what Pete was wearing at the last one. He was in Tom Brown. Yeah. And, oh, what's his face? Oscar Isaac was wearing one of those Tom Brown, like, male suit dresses. And Russell Westbrook was, too. Yeah, and so it's like, he can clearly do, like, fun stuff. And I get that, like, you know, Kanye came to the Met in the, like, black jeans and, like, a Navy bomber <laughs> one year when Kim was, like, way done up. But that worked for them. That was their dynamic. This is clearly, like, Kim's, like, if I went alone, people would think I was desperate without Connie. So I'm going to get me a tattooed skinny white man that's what we're on now.
0: Yeah, and I definitely still think it's PR. I I don't think anything about this relationship is genuine. But to Kathleen's point, hopefully Kim is at least getting dicked down every now and then. Uh do I yeah, but I still don't think it's like I don't even think Courtney and Travis are that interesting. And I still think they have more to offer us and more chemistry and more affection. Than those two. They're
1: one note, but like I think they
0: actually enjoy each other. <laughs> exactly. I think they actually can stand each other versus Kim's like, I just gotta do what I gotta do to get through this. Um, let's do it's a lot of met. Oh, let's just do uh Kim K putting in the work, shaking my head. Oh yes. Once again. We have to wait till the end of an episode, the Met Gala red carpet, to get the, to the good part, A.K. Kim K. And as Marilyn Monroe. Was it necessary? No. Did we wait? Yes. And what did we just have to hear about? The barbaric and sort of sad rigor she put her body through in order to fit, quote, unquote, into this iconic Quote, unquote, dress. I ended up just feeling sad thinking about the tragic loss. Of, I'm not laughing at this sentence. I'm laughing at the irony because this is what yeah. Kathleen just said. The tragic loss of Marilyn and her struggles with mental health. I don't care if Kim compared herself to Marilyn, but once again, in doing her homework, she misses the entire point. Making this moment about her work ethic, when she could have just used the moment to shine light on literally everything else. The beautiful Black creatives who came through like Gabrielle Union, Janelle Monet, Alicia Keys, Questlove, the goes on use their fashion and their time to speak to the moment and the history and we had to wait all night to hear about a self-tanned white woman cosplaying another one why p.s i think courtney's look was so bad it's good don't hate me oh wait she said i think courtney's look was i think she means wasn't so bad no was so bad it's good like Ryan oh (laughs) okay sorry it's so bad it's good don't hate me pss S shout out to Kendall's blonde eyebrows doing all the work. P P S S. Kylie can be the worst dress and we keep in m- in mind her postpartum and insecurities. Love you guys. Um yeah, basically echoing our sentiments of like what was the well, reason
1: Even um Sarah Jessica Parker she yep. her dress was an homage yes. to the first black designer, designer who was a designer for Betsy Ross or something in the White House? No, that that's not right. Betsy I'm Rose. just gonna
0: go through my like tweets because I I like to tweet for this very moment. But go ahead. Yeah,
1: she talking. she did her homework. It was Sarah Joseph Parker? This is like her thing. She's New York. She's fashion. Like, so she clearly like had this actually like planned out. So, but yeah, that's an example of a white lady, at least trying to do something mildly aware of the world.
0: So, Sarah Jessica Parker wore a dress designed in homage to Elizabeth Hobbs Keckley. Keckley was the first Black female fashion designer to work in the White House. She was First Lady Mary Todd Lincoln's dressmaker. Oh, there you go.
1: Perfect. Sort of close,
0: <laughs> but I think that speaks to how just uninteresting the Marilyn Monroe thing was. It's a lot like how Kim can be uninteresting just because we see you all the time. We see and hear about Marilyn Monroe all the time. It's not groundbreaking. Like
1: she didn't, it would have been one thing if she tried to make it deep and it came off as disingenuous. But she didn't even try. She was kind of, and then she tried to make herself, she's like full of herself now because of people like Amy Schumer telling her she makes good decisions Being like, well, after last year's met, I was like Americana what's more American than American world? It was like, she wanted to get credit for thinking of like this amazing idea that like made no sense. Like, it's just like, oh God.
0: Also side note, Amy Schumer at the Met. Oh God.
1: <laughs> and She's like publicly criticized it before. It's like, we should be caring about world issues. And like, it's not that serious, but it's like, oh, you want
0: me to come? Okay. She literally, someone just dropped her off at the wrong restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> she got out the car looking confused. She was like, yeah. I'm here. They, My designer told me to wear these glasses. Um, again, a very D-list Met, Met, Met Gala, if I do say so myself. Um, let's do Kim cosplay. Everyone thinks, well, rightfully so, that Kim was cosplaying. Hello, dolls. I have a lot to say, but I'm going to send separate emails for the sake of time. Why? Why does the whole world act as if Kim is a fashion icon? Remember how people were praising ye divorce in the praising the ye divorce cheering. I can't wait to see what her style is like after Kanye. Um, no yeah. dolls. <laughs> Kim wears that. Kim is getting kit. Wait, Kim wears what Kim is getting paid to wear. If she's not getting paid to wear something, she's cosplaying a Cher, Selena, Aaliyah, Pam, Marilyn, Madonna, Naomi Campbell I threw that one in I mean I feel like we get it at this point I will admit she's beautiful and the perfect muse and the canvas for any creative blah 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 I add that in but what is Kim's actual style people have called her a stylist before fame but she was a closet organizer those are not even the same thing the last time I can remember Kim styling herself was during that mess between the hump and Kanye If she actually styled herself today and it wasn't a talking mannequin, I can see her style being a cross between Courtney and Chloe, which is essentially just cross-functional, tacky. Signed, you look like fucking clowns. (laughs) I know. I think I totally agree with the message being that Kim and Kathleen says all the time, Kim is not an original. She has not an original thought, not an original idea. She is not a fashionista icon. And she came to us like that. I can't stress this enough. She was never super high fashion before Kanye. Like she was just a fun girl on a reality show. And we were very okay with that.
1: And she's obsessed with relevancy and infamy. And that's part of why she always does these cosplays is because people have a reference, you know, it's like, People have nostalgia obsessions, you know? And so it's, like, she can get a leverage on that, you know? If she just tried to be original, like, that god-awful trip to Europe where she was wearing the baseball hats, like, it didn't work because no one cares. Uh And I also think there's something to her trying to prove this, uh, like, the Maryland thing, the modern-day Maryland. Like, I'm hot enough to be the modern-day Maryland, or I'm iconic enough to be the modern-day
0: Controversial.
1: It's like she just always has to prove, like, I'm up there. I'm in that list, you know. But are you in that list
0: or are you just playing? Well, like- I think you make a good point that I thought about. Kim tends to, like, insert herself in these, like, iconic moments. I'm using air quotes. Like, somehow they're related to her. Does that make sense? Like, the Marilyn Monroe thinks She's got, oh, yeah, me and Marilyn Monroe. That We're... We're exactly the same, Salma Hayek. Same thing. Yeah, me and Salma Hayek could barely find lipstick in the '90s. Um, And much to the reader's or the writer's point, it's always like when we say she always has a story. The share thing. Oh, shares Armenian. I'm Armenian. This is so Mackie, and it's like (laughs) yeah. So I think she has that bad. But to my point I made earlier you are a legend on your own in your own right in your own lane you really don't need to hitch your wagon to these other people for relevancy it
1: exposes her weakness you know It, it exposes this insatiable need for her to try to prove herself as icon status or like or pick me like she wants to be like the new version of these, like I'm the hotter version of Cher. I get, get that sometimes too. <laughs> <laughs> like one up icons when she does it.
0: That's the and, funniest thing I've ever heard. I'm the hottest
1: version of Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so it just always feels like there's something she's trying to prove. And that's what ego is. It's like, it's, it's driven by insecurity. It's, she can be like an egomaniac, but it's driven by this like deep insecurity that like, she'll never land it. And it's like, honestly, if you look at that list of people, they all were people who were unique and different, misunderstood, complicated, and most of them didn't give a fuck. Right, Like, right. the je ne sais quoi that Kim has never found in her life. She doesn't need to have it. She could just be, like, this is who I am. But when she tries, that's when it becomes apparent the je ne sais quoi, the not caring, the fierceness it's just not there
0: it's not there yeah. it's okay or like even Elizabeth Taylor when she married Chris Humphreys they kind of like or was she married in divorce I can't remember quite so, so quick Have eight
1: divorces because she'd be like, Could you imagine how hot of a bitch I would be if nine people divorced me and one of them came back, like Elizabeth Taylor?
0: Well, yeah, like when she got married, I think even Chloe was like, Yeah, why do you think we call Kim Elizabeth Taylor? I'm like, Because she's been married once before, she's Elizabeth Taylor. girl you had one divorce you elizabeth's like you
1: have to do a little bit better like, like elizabeth just dated elizabeth and ended up becoming infamous because she was an a larger than life eccentric person
0: well first of all like he stole homegirl's whole ass husband What's yeah. uh what's her name the one that passed away princess Layla's mom oh god oh uh debbie, Kay- debbie Harry- reynolds
1: Harry- Oh yeah, yeah. That's her.
0: Yeah, yeah. Stole Debbie Reynolds' whole ass husband. I don't think you want to. Once again, like...
1: came back. Right. Was one of the eight marriages. But yeah, the, Elizabeth Taylor was like setting out to be like the person with a million diamonds <laughs> and eight husbands. She just like did Elizabeth, right? And ended up her story. So like Kim plotting these things out is the exact opposite of what these icons did. These icons just. Did iconic things that became iconic after they happened. I mean, with the section of exception of maybe Madonna. Like, I feel like Madonna is very into like reinventing herself, but generally, just for the sake of like, uh, not scare factor. What's the word? Like, um, edge. Like she's a, like she's shock factor. Yeah, like. shock factor. Like she does the reinvention to also because I think she gets bored.
0: Yeah, and and I just think it's so crazy to. Compare yourself to a Latin woman like Salma Hayek, and then go cool. all the way the fuck over there and compare yourself to Marilyn, Norman Jean, Norma, Norma Jean, <laughs> Miss Norma Jean. Shout out to Mariah Carey because that's in one of her songs. Yeah. living my life like I'm Norman oh, We have t- talked
1: about this family a weird like relationship with their wealth, you know. It's like Mariah Carey talked about how she goes so overboard with Christmas because she grew up pretty poor mm-hmm. and christmas was always her favorite holiday but they didn't get to do a lot of stuff so she's like i just go over the top with christmas now with my kids because i can like self-aware <laughs> acknowledges this is the way I, I am the way that i am like I was- not even a deeper explanation like trying to be like some people are poor so we go to the soup kitchen no she just says I was poor as a kid, and I like Christmas, and now I'm rich as fuck. So that that's so
0: going like to ask a bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: like right over the top. I like, just
0: want Kim to have an original moment, like your own original iconic standalone moment, so you can stop indulging in other people's moments. And she can of it. do it.
1: All of her, So many of her iconic moments have been via someone else.
0: Yeah, it has unfortunately, and Even the sex stage. the, the fucking the day, day knock <laughs> Let me tell you, the fucking day she shows up to a red carpet or a Met with J-Lo's Versace dress on.
1: We will probably try that. Don't put that out are gonna
0: there. are going to fucking have no an intervention.
1: Point. <laughs> go to Bennifer 2.0's wedding in the Versace dress to try to,
0: like, upstage j It's bad enough J-Lo won't fucking let it go. But yeah. if, like, Kim's like, you know, it'd be so iconic if I wore that Versace dress from the Grammys. Yeah. It was just such a moment, and I feel like, just like JLo, lo I also have, like, shocking moments. Yeah. Just iconic. It made such sense for me to wear it.
1: Well, and again, J-Lo, totally calculated. Loves attention. Oh, loves it. And as a Leo, she's, like, dedicated to the craft. She's also mildly delusional sometimes, and that's what we love about her. <laughs> like, even <laughs> can, can you just have one moment where you're just, like... I'm not actively thinking about what other people are thinking and thinking what my next move is and thinking how I could outdo myself. Like what if you just were like, I'm the shit.
0: Well, the best I had to lose weight. It's like, it was like preparing for a role. Mind you, the only real role Kim has really had in a movie was in a Tyler Perry movie where she played the therapist assistant in a body. Interesting.
1: Like I said, it could have been interesting if it was like she got approached by the Family estate. And uh, she did a bunch of education on like Marilyn's life. Like it was just stupid. She's like, I don't want to be maryland So uh, eh. I like.
0: Also, long story what? short, I don't think we said this out loud, but the dress she actually wore to the gala was not Marilyn's was dress. Replica. To make things even weirder, she yeah. wore a replica to historians' point. They're like, why didn't you just wear the replica for the whole night? I think. Or make like, your own
1: replica that's perfectly to your size.
0: I like Kathleen's point of, and I she might have made this point, I could have been reading around, that she would have got the original designer to design something similar or inspired by. Might have been a little bit more impactful and, like, made a little more sense. Yeah, or, like, get the estate
1: of Bob Mackie to give the original sketch to something like that, Richard right? Kiki or something. <laughs> that's still interesting.
0: Yeah, but just, like, you lost 16 pounds for this? like
1: Yeah, for you to make a dress that was interesting look like a poorly fitting pair of bedazzled skins.
0: And I don't blame her because I feel like a lot of celebrities do that because they have so much pressure to show up and look a certain way. So I don't really, I'm not going to Jamila Jamil her, which, God, where is she? I'm sure, she, I guess since she quit Twitter, she can't give the rant she wants to do. But I will say, it, geez, it just didn't seem worth it. I feel like you yes. had to be miserable for three weeks to even attempt to wear this and take it off. So I don't know. I just feel like hopefully after she took it off, it was like, this was not fucking worth it. Oh, oh,
1: yeah, it didn't land. I thought it just
0: didn't land. It looked weird. So the uh, end. <laughs> the end. That was all the tire mail that related we'll to like Met Gala. To if you sent in tire mail M- a long time,
1: but they're gonna bring it up on Hulu. So
0: oh, see yeah, in like
1: three to six months when we're gonna have to talk <laughs> this again.
0: We'll have to complain again. Um yeah, but if you sent in tire mail and it didn't have to do with Met Gala, we've saved it and we'll read it. We next
1: actually week. are very pleased that we have so many this week because uh yeah. we know we harassed you at the beginning. <laughs> awesome. Um
0: no, it's just Sorry, bird but by, caught my attention. It's just that, uh, I don't know what I'm going to say. But I just am overwhelmed by the mech <laughs> I'm yeah. so overwhelmed by Kim and, and it just doing too much. The effort is yeah. too much. And then,
1: like, the show and then the ragey stuff coming out. And it's just the lawsuit. It's like, it's just, I'm just, like, oversaturated. And then, like, Monday night, I kind of had stopped paying attention at a certain point. Mm-hmm. And was like just periodically checking my phone to see like a cool dress if a cool dress showed up. And then we watched a movie and went to bed. And so I didn't even really know about the like Roe versus Wade stuff till the morning. And that's a um, moment like,
0: that makes sense why you said Tuesday. I was like, oh girl. Yeah. And, like, I
1: like woke up and I was like, ah I mean, anyone with like a brain and eyeballs has seen this coming from a mile away, but it's still just like jarring. Yeah. To see it like written out like that and then be like seeing her like, over the top with all these like posts about the comparisons, like the background video at at Ripley's from TMZ. It was just like, oh my God, I have so much on my
0: mind right now. I'm having like a
1: hernia. Like, can we please just stop talking?
0: (laughs) Well, in conclusion, good job, Chloe. Courtney, what the fuck? Kylie, okay, whatever. All right. Um, Kim, eat something. Please eat something.
1: Like, just do less
0: Chris take the wigs off please Kendall I don't even know what to say to Kendall
1: you know what Kendall's saying, <laughs> Kendall good for her
0: good for you yeah. Kendall.
1: you don't bother us that much and that's a-, a godsend thank you I
0: know Kendall would have rather been at Devin Booker's basketball game yeah. If I had the choice between a playoff game and the Met Gala bitch well,
1: at least, like, that's actually Kendall's job. So it was probably like, a good day in the life for her.
0: Oh, yeah. But I'm sure she probably was, like, I'm sure Chris had to do a lot of, like, it's the first time the whole family's going to be there. You've got to come. come. I'll show up for one picture, and then I'm leaving. <laughs> she then, like, just I just walked.
1: There was in the <laughs> bathroom.
0: Yeah, she probably walked straight through and went out the back and was like, yeah. all right, driver, get me the fuck out of here. Because to your point, no one ever says it's really fun. You either hear celebrities say how isolated they feel. If, there's, if this is their first one and they don't have a lot of like quote-unquote celebrity friends, they really feel isolated because it gets really clicky or you just never hear about it. So, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, this was a super duper long episode for us, which I'm proud of. And we did it sober. Sober. Both of us. i know i'm about to go get turned up right now um but yeah if you have tire mail send it in to say bible podcast at gmail.com say b-i-b-l-e podcast at gmail.com um enjoy the rest of your week it's mother's day in america on sunday so the moms shout out to the moms shout out to everyone who is playing mom shout out to everyone who's lost their mom
1: out to anyone who had to set healthy boundaries with the person that birthed them in whatever state that relationship is in.
0: Period.
1: Um, Boringly will be your mom. Right,
0: exactly. Shout out to it all. Um, And we'll talk to you next week. Alright. Bye!